not have a clue of what you're talking about. Come on, jazz hands. Jazz oh, this hands, is dangerous. This P. is dangerous. Babyface P is actually playing some online game. Playing Apex Legends. What? Everybody's out there and playing Apex Legends. There's some people I'm sure that'll know. Yeah. I'm, I'm that. the last. We've got four squads and 10 people left, so I'm not giving up until yeah. this is over. So I hope you guys have your big girl Apex Legend panties on, apparently. But we are live. We are live. This is episode, I think it's 231 of the, uh, 331, excuse me, of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios here in Florida. I'm Hank Strange. That's Babyface P right there intensely playing the game. Someone's about, someone go into this Apex of Legendaries and... And, and smoke Babyface P out so we can <laughs> get his full attention here. We also have Greg Pruitt of the sec of uh, Idaho Second Amendment Alliance. He should be coming on here um, pretty soon. He's he's getting set up and everything behind the scenes. And the title of the show tonight is Did Benchmaid Hire the Jussie Smollett Nigerians to Destroy <laughs> Their Own Credibility Along With Those Guns? <laughs> In Oregon, or or how do you, how do you say Oregon? 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 Yeah. Oregon? That's I don't yeah. know. So we're gonna get into that and a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. That's a it's kind of like a busy news day today. Patrick. It was. Yeah. So lots of lots of stuff going on today. We're gonna get into all of that. Talk about it all. Talk with you guys. Um, I'm gonna remind everyone right now. Smash the thumbs ups. Let's do it. Come on. Hit those thumbs ups. Also, if you're not subscribed to the Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, that's where you can look at this live for anyone who's listening on audio. Uh, if you're not subscribed, subscribe now, then ring the bell so you get notified when we go live. That's how you can come hang out with us and be part of all the crazy festivities that go on here every day. I'll probably try to go through here real quick and shout out people. I want to remind everyone tomorrow is a day off for us, for meaning me. You guys probably not off, but. Day off tomorrow. Um, I, I've got a bunch of things I need to do. Plus, I have to rest up because I got to join Walter at the military vehicle show tomorrow. So we won't be here. But, you know, we'll have things that you guys could watch. You could share stuff and all of that. Also, also, I just initiated, Patrick, mm -hmm. the um, the Who Move My Freedom or WMMF podcast. Oh, yeah. So on Insta, all, on Insta. Let me see if anyone send, can see Send it. all your dick pics there. There Tag Hank in them. That's fine. Whatever. Specifically for that. <laughs> I, I have like 10 followers so far. Uh, by the way, anyone who follows me on there, um, I will follow you back. Anyone. If you do it now, I will be checking while we're on the show. Follow me on it's WMMF underscore podcast. And you follow us there on the Instagram. We'll follow you back. We're doing all of that just so that we have like trying to separate, put everything in its own little boxes. Get organized around it. Oh, Greg's coming Hank, in. Hank and organized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so with me, you have to get to <laughs> of organization. I created it. It's there, Patrick. Oh, it yeah. Exists. Yeah, that is, that is really good as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, really good. So Greg's coming in. I think he's probably getting set up. I don't know if he could hear us. Yeah, I, I can hear you. I'm just trying to share your link on all my stuff real quick. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, so go there, follow me. Let me go through this real quick while Greg's getting set up and uh, Babyface P is trying to finish his mission. I'm good. I'm done. We oh, got second okay. place. Did, we lost right at the end. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, does, do you guys get money? 
uh, get prestige of being second out of uh, 60 people. Oh, okay. And what's your squad name or whatever on there? Just uh, so it, everyone it, it, I was just playing with randos. It's just a pub group. So Randos, randos. Yeah, just random people. Oh, okay. Yeah, all this, like, uh, gamer talk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just playing with some... You know what? You know know what's funny? I have heard my kids say that. Have you really? (laughs) Yeah. Now that I think about it. And I was like, what the hell? Just playing with randos. Because that sounds weird to to a dad brain. Really? (laughs) Yeah, you know, kids go, yeah, dad, just playing with some randos. Don't play with randos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So SoCal Gunner, he was number one in the chat. Chris Williams is out there. Jade Grew, who followed me on IG. Thank you. Chris Williams, Vanessa Kitty, The Archangel, David Serpa. Also, let's see who else we got. Uh, Armament and Axes, Ray Bazzolo, Clyde Woods. Also out there. Boss Hog, Special K, The Archangel, Greg 98K, Paul K. Lots of K's. I'm not sure what's happening, but lots of K's out there. David Serpa also out there. Let's see. Rob Avis, Mr. Moon, FTW. FTW. <laughs> Mr. Moon. I don't know. That's probably a gamer thing also. Anxious <laughs> hmm. behind the times. Yeah, for all I know. I don't know what I don't know what it means. Uh let's see who else we got. Rich. We need to do, we, we're supposed to get set up and do do uh play games so everyone can kick my ass. Um <laughs> Let's see. Richard Rasnick, uh, Robert McRae, Greg98K said he insta-added. Thank you. Steve Day, uh, how do I – he wants to know how to change his profile on the YouTube thingy. So someone's got to help him out on that. Me Too on Tube is out there. Mr. FNH, Fearless Orca Tactical is out there. Shout out to Fearless Orca Tactical. Randy Peacock, Richard Hughes out there, RTS guy. Uh, let's see who else do we have? Who else do we have? Moobutt. Moobutt is out. Shout out to Moobutt. Brian Brian Wyatt. He's not excited either. Brian Wyatt. What for about, about um, Benchmade? Oh, I know we're okay. gonna get into it. I'm getting jumping yes, ahead. We're gonna but. get to Benchmade. We're gonna get to all that <laughs> stuff. Greg's gonna have some important. You know, we're gonna have discussions <laughs> about the Second Amendment. We'll talk about Jesse Smollett. I don't know if Greg is even aware of who the hell that is. Greg, do you have I, any? I, I know the story well enough. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. Every, who does it in America? Well, at this point, seriously. Yeah, at this point. So Did you okay, I, I'm gonna, we're jumping ahead. I can't yeah, I can't get yeah. started on it yet. I can't give me a, let me just shout out these people. <laughs> Kathleen Music Lover, Canine Coach, Care Bear on the Holiday Road, uh MW Tactical also out there. I think I said flopping garbage, but shout out to Flopping Garbage, Turbo 99 Miata, uh Treadhead 44, Weston Probst. DC2 Mega Boost, Hillbilly Nitro, um, Mercenary BDU, Mercenary BDU, I don't know what that, Emmanuel Brooks, <laughs> uh, Tom Naff, Big Cliff, um, John, Joe Guzman, Old Red, White, and Blue, Tim Not Tim, Len Holt. Shout out to all those people. If I miss someone, my apologies. We'll try to get to you later. Greg, what's up, man? Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. It's uh, my goodness. This is a busy time of the year. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine, man. Lots of craziness going on out there. Have you um, ever been on the show with Babyface P? I don't think we know each other. Patrick? No, no, okay. I haven't been on with him yet. I've watched you and Babyface on here, but not with him. Oh, okay. Nice okay. to e-meet you. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he's our uh, expert. Patrick is our expert of all things uh, millennial. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's what you call it yeah we need a lot more of those that's for dang sure he's an infiltrator he's an infiltrator i guess of the of the uh, millennials out there 
So Eric Hammond says, anyone want to get rid of your Benchmade? I'll certainly dispose of them properly. Especially if it's an infidel. We'll take care of it. Just <laughs> out there. Rodney Brady says, good evening, all. Okay, uh, Greg, you're the guest tonight. Uh, you're from uh, Idaho. Am I getting it right? Idaho Second Amendment Alliance, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I run the Second Amendment Activist, which is kind of my nationwide deal that I do. And then I also mm -hmm. am the president of the Idaho Second Amendment Alliance, which is our 501 nonprofit here in the state of Idaho that I run. So Okay, very good. Uh, more people should be doing what you're doing out there. Hopefully we're we're helping you out by helping to get the, the word out there. But you're actually um, fighting these things in court, etc. Right? You've been on a few times already now. We do. Yeah, man, we we're down at the Capitol beating up on politicians every day, making their lives miserable when they're not doing what they promised to do. And so we it's it's like I said, Idaho, we go from January to the end of March for our session. And so it's three months of just absolute hell at the Capitol and everything else that we got going on. So it's it's fun. OK, but, cool. Yeah, we need a lot more people being actual yeah. activists. Mm -hmm. rather than sitting on their butts doing nothing. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And maybe we'll get you to give some pointers to the folks out there what to do to actually do something about this. Just in case, uh, Greg, if you need any help, we know some Nigerians that will work for cheap <laughs> to help yeah, you out, you man. Huh? Orchestrate yeah. an attack on myself and get some fundraising going. <laughs> no, they'll do anything. They'll do, because <laughs> if you look at the Jussie, because, you know, actually Jussie Smollett was like, he turned himself in. He was charged. I think he posted bond and all that kind of stuff already, and they released him. I was just looking at some video of him being released. Oh, oh, the shame of being oh, wealthy enough okay. to post bond for that. Yeah, it was like 110,000. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. So, so they there was a press conference in which they said that uh, he did it. He he orchestrated it because the whole thing, including the letters, because he didn't make enough money. Yeah, he didn't make enough money. He was making like sixty five thousand dollars an episode. Mm -hmm. That's not enough for him, and he he wanted to yeah. to show that it wasn't enough. Yeah, I yeah. don't unless folks out there actually because people people do help us all the time, but most times I don't make sixty five cents an episode. Remember, remember, he goes hard. He get yeah, he goes hard. He goes real hard. So what did what did now I know I know about the attack and I know it was staged and all that kind of stuff. What I don't know who the guy is as far as I know he's a celebrity. He must play in some sort of movie. He's an HBO TV. actor and singer. Okay. So he was is on the HBO. The the show was on. I thought I thought Empire was on HBO. Maybe I have maybe no not. idea what. Yeah, it, it's I on a show it was called like on the the WB or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah okay. he's on a show called Empire, which to my understanding, it's about a family. Uh, it's like a Motown kind of family. Oh, sorry, no, it's on Fox. It's, it's on Fox. Fox. Oh, I so, thought it was an HBO oh, show. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. That Sounds makes familiar. sense. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of like a family that's in the music business. He plays, he's, he is, himself? Uh, he, he is plays a gay himself? male. <laughs> yeah, he is a gay male. He does play a gay male that's, uh, that's um, the son of the matriarch, I guess. Okay. Of the family. And um, yeah, he makes $65,000 an episode. 65, Apparently, can you imagine? That's, and what, that's what's the show have? How many, oh. how many episodes is in a season? 12 or 24? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, actually, average let's do show, this. probably 22, I would say, in an average show. Depends Empire, on uh, IMDb, and we'll see it's, how many. It's usually most, most TV series are 22 to 24 episodes. But, you know, even even at the shortest series of a TV series is like 10 in a year, 12 in a year. But so far, yeah. he's been in 75 episodes. So let's do wow. the math. 65 times yeah. 75 <laughs> but it's equals nice. 
$4.875 million. He's not, not making enough that's money, enough. guys. Yeah, I can Poor understand guy. why he did this. That's yeah. not that's not enough. Um, and remember, they also put out albums. They also yeah, put out albums yeah. on this, like real life. Mm-hmm. They, on the show, they put out albums, but in real life, they and then they release out. in yeah. real life. So you can buy it. Yeah, yeah. So um, he apparently wasn't making enough money, wasn't getting enough attention. He faked yep. the letters. Then, um, and I think he got these Nigerian brothers. Which I heard they don't want to be called. Yeah. yeah, I heard they don't want to be called Nigerian because supposedly they were they're born American. here. Yeah, they're, um, they're so born, in, they're born in, in Chicago. They're American. Yeah. We should respect that, but I'm sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> I, I don't understand how he wasn't wealthy enough to hire white people to do uh, yeah, it. Yeah, you think he would find some, well, sense? the part of Chicago supposedly that he lives in is like a black. Somewhat gay part of Chicago? Is that what I've heard? Is that correct? Is anybody know I Chicago? It's probably, I think it's probably, it's, uh, it's, it's a gay town, but I mean, Chicago has, I think I was looking it up because um, the the uh, chief of police or superintendent or whatever was talking about, he had a couple of things to say. I think he's kind of a social justice warrior, the, oh, they all the police there. guy there. But he was saying like, you know, he's aware of the racial divide in Chicago, but Chicago itself as a city has almost 35% black people. Yeah. That's I think more than nationwide. Than yeah. yeah, average is thirteen percent, fourteen percent. Yeah, somewhere under twenty, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's way higher than na- national average. Yeah. So um, there's there's a, there's a whole bunch of things going on here. So anyway, he hired these guys to send in this letter. Then he hired them to stage this thing and like where he thought there was a street camera of the, of them beating him up. So these two like real super husky. You know, uh, basically, Mandingo, Nigerian dudes, <laughs> real buff. You know, I don't know any other way. If someone thinks I'm hating on Nigerians, I live there in Nigeria. Okay. So, um, I, and I really enjoy myself. And, and he personally knew them. Yeah, he they, knew them. Yeah. They, like one was, was a, one was on the show, one was his trainer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he knew these guys. They worked out in the same gym and all that. He hired them. He uh, There's video of these guys buying gloves and masks and red hats because they couldn't get MAGA hats apparently in Chicago because yeah. yeah. it's not MAGA country. <laughs> this is MAGA country. <laughs> this is good. If we have to recap this for you, Greg, it's going to be like a soap opera. It's, it's, it, it's, you couldn't make it up even though he did. Yeah, it's so crazy. And the crazy thing is he paid these brothers – I can't believe this from Nigerian people. I'm actually ashamed. 3,500 bucks. That's it. Yeah. 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 I'm really ashamed of this. They should have gotten more. I was like, dude, no. He like, he like picked them up in his like personal limo and talked to them in the limo and then wrote them a check for 3,500. Yeah, I would have been like, hell no. Way more than bro. that. A check though. A yeah. Check. Yeah. Don't ever if you if you're, you're going to do something wrong, don't write a check. Bitcoin, yeah. just get their Bitcoin address and send it anonymously. Don't ever go hard with a hard. check. That's not <laughs> like and and he's the still reason, he's still today denying all of it, saying no, yeah. it's all made up. So so Greg, you probably don't know why we're saying why we're overemphasizing the hard, but he was on uh, ABC with Robin Roberts, her investigative report, yeah. which she basically didn't ask him a damn thing. But um, yeah, she asked him, like, why? Why would someone do this? Why would someone jump you and beat you up and throw bleach on you and put a rope around your neck? 
And he said, because I go hard against 45. I go real hard. Oh, okay. No, I didn't get that part then. No. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. I can't. I know this is so sick and juvenile, but I can't get that I, out of my Do they still have that show, the, um, what do they call it, the world's dumbest criminals? Oh, I mean, he would be on. got to be up there now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He's got to be the worst stage attack I've he's ever still, seen. He's still life. denying all of this. Yeah. He is yeah. denying like, this. As the evidence mounts, he's, no, I don't know. Of course yeah. it did. He claims now to be the gay Tupac. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh he says God. he's the gay Tupac. He's let me tell you something. Tupac will smack the living daylights out of you for that, Jesse. <laughs> Don't even try to get up on Tupac, Tupac's level. He will come back from Mexico and get you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's so this is so crazy. It's not even anywhere close to being over at this point. So um, the Nigerian wow. brothers got arrested. I think they were supposed he um, he he got them to like do this, and then they left the country. I don't know if he paid for them. Yeah, they tried to uh, like lay low. I think for a couple of days or something yeah. like that. They bought yeah. round trip tickets, so the cops tracked them to the airport and were like, yeah. "Oh, they've got round trip tickets. When are they coming yeah. back? Oh, they come <laughs> back on this date. Okay, oh, that's nice. We'll be yep. here." <laughs> so they came back, and when they came back, he was supposed to pay them another five hundred bucks. So. I mean, wow. they obviously were not looking at the news because if I was in Nigeria and I was like, watching this, news, to check out this way because we ain't coming back. Yeah, no, but every minute that thing is blowing up. I'm like, dude, come on. This is now being going to be thirty five hundred dollars an yeah. hour. Yeah. <laughs> so but they came back, they got arrested and I think they like they can only hold them for 48 hours. So in the 47th hour, they decided to go, OK, you know, we did this. He paid us to do this. Um, yeah, so they they flipped on them instantly. And I don't, I don't think honestly, watching this whole thing unfold, um, I I just don't see that the media or even really a lot of the American people are going to change this attitude of as soon as something happens, we immediately have to go on the attack and start attacking somebody. What what was the name of that school with the kids at the, at the Capitol that they were trying to lynch? Um, Yeah. um, Yeah. That that was just a few weeks ago. And, Yep. Yeah, we, just a few weeks ago. And yet here's this case. This guy makes a claim and we immediately jump on. Oh, of course, the white people went out and tried to attack the gay, the gay black guy. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute here. Where's all the evidence? Let's talk about this before we start trying to. That's the travesty. This. That's the travesty in all of this, I think. It's because our country is not as bad as they want it to be. The left, for some reason, yeah. wants this country to be a total hellhole, totally believes that it is. But we're. Americans really aren't that bad. We have honestly. we have spots of badness any everywhere yeah. in the world does. Yeah. But everywhere it's, it's not like does. this. <laughs> so well, yeah, the, and it overshadowed if you if you look at it uh over the weekend, which didn't get covered, two people got killed, nine got shot in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. Well, I mean nobody Chicago said anything very, about it. This is yeah. overshadowing all of it. It's like and those are real, those are like real crimes. But yeah, no. certain parts of Chicago um, are very violent. This is why I didn't like the police superintendent. He called it gun violence because he said that all this report, all these reporters and everything are, uh, you know, they, they don't turn out like this in force. Like this press conference that he had doesn't happen when yeah. there's gun violence in Chicago. Well, here's what I would say to him, dude, th- there's no gun violence. There is yeah. gang violence in Chicago. Okay, it's not it's not a problem with the guns. Those people committing all these uh, horrible crimes in Chicago are not buying their guns legally. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, they're not going through background checks and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of that's a horrible part of this to make people believe it. I think the media should pay more attention to that. They probably don't want them to because they want to push this narrative of it being gun violence and they need to crack down on it. Chicago's crackdown on guns has been doing it for a long time. Yeah. You know, and that's not going to solve the problem here. There's a gang violence problem. If anything, allow the the uh, hardworking, law abiding people in Chicago to defend themselves against that. You might you might end a lot of that um, gang violence. So, yeah, it's it's, you know, the gun grabbers, they want an easy fix to all of this problem. And we have a cultural problem that cannot be fixed with another law. You know, another regulation, It's it's got to be fixed culturally where we're taking care of each other, you know, putting our putting our faith back into God and all that stuff that we have tossed out the window thanks to the SJWs all across this country. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the the crazy thing here, like, for example, I saw I think Fox was interviewing. Har- is it Harvey Levin from um, TMZ? I don't know. I think that's his name. Um, They were interviewing him, but they didn't go hard. They didn't go hard against (laughs) Harvey Levin. I wish I was in that interview because Harvey Levin, TMZ, was one of the first places to put this out. Now, I don't think TMZ is like a legit news thing. But whatever. They're 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 like gawker. They're they're not they're not news. (laughs) Yeah, but they consider themselves legit news. But if you look at their news, they were pushing the news of what happened to this guy as um trump's fault they would insert <laughs> trump into you can go back and look go back and look this video of this they inserted ridiculous that's what they did they took this for fact they inserted trump into it uh tmz was um asking um celebrities hollywood celebrities on the streets what should happen to the guys who did this oh they should string them up they should do all these guys who are super liberal <laughs> and believe no one should go to jail and never be punished for anything were saying these guys should be strung up they should do this they should do that and TMZ was pushing this as a real story and blaming it squarely on Trump and uh, the, the, the people who they believe support Trump. Right. Yeah. So now then he came on Fox to talk about it. And when they try to question him, he pushed back real hard against them. So they backed up. And that's the problem that we have with the media, in my opinion, including Fox News. Did you did you see Don Lemonhead came out saying Oh, they're gonna. The, the news is just gonna jump on this and, and eat his lunch. That was his quote today. The, the president's yeah, gonna that. get on this oh and eat gosh. his lunch. It's like, oh, yes. I don't want Jesse's yes. lunch at all. No, thank it's, you. It's, but he needs to be made an example of. Of course, people are gonna jump at this. It's like what we've been talking about fake news since Trump got elected. Yeah. But why shouldn't people he why shouldn't people go after him? He yeah, I know I don't, I don't that could have hurt people. What if people in Chicago said, you know what, we're gonna go out there and get some of these white guys? Yeah, yeah. And it was it what if totally that happened? Awesome. What if there was someone in Chicago that was wearing a Make America Great uh hat and people were like, let's get that guy, and they beat him up, killed yep. him, or did something behind this. This is the reason why. You, you can't go out there and create these circumstances, as well as the fact that when they really happen, you're 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 diminishing that and, and making it more difficult for people to to see actual justice who do go out and do horrible things like this. Because I don't advocate people going after anyone for their race, religion, sex or anything. Leave people in America alone. OK, don't mess with anyone unless they mess with you. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, Don, let me get. I think right now what the what everyone's going to try to do is deflect this off of him, 
and place the blame on everyone else. You're going to see lots of people <laughs> believing that it's a conspiracy and, you know, they just created this and they hired the Nigerians to do it to him. There's going to be all kinds of crazy shit that's going to come out. I predict he's going to be in rehab within the next week. I, I think they're going to have some. My my guess is the defense is going to be, oh, he has. Uh, oh, God, what was that? He's got too much money. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Sort of syndrome. <laughs> like, seriously, that, that's my the only argument you can have is, oh, he has a mental illness. Yeah, but he deranged his own self. And by the way, if he seriously through the mail. If he crushed up oh, some kind of white oh, thing, I think it was Tylenol. In trouble. <laughs> if he crushed that up and he sent that through the mail, and someone doesn't like really bring him, you know, to bear for that, then something's really, really seriously you wrong. You do not mess with the postal service. They yeah. don't screw around. Affluenza. Thank you, Richard Hughes. Affluenza. Totally. No, he's gonna say that he's not affluenza enough. <laughs> he's not affluenza no, enough. He does. He does not have a future as a director. I mean, if you can't direct very well, yeah, well, he's very well attack on yourself. You know. I, <laughs> well, he's got. He's not gonna be any good at casting, obviously. <laughs> you know. Um, but I'm sure he like. I don't know. This is so. This that thing. This thing is so weird, man. We're not seeing anywhere near the end of that. Okay, so I don't want to spend like all the time on that. The other big story that broke last night after the show. I think this was all going on while we were on the air, but I wasn't aware of it. Is the Benchmade story? Did you guys hear anything about this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I have not heard much about it. All I, I got a bunch of emails that came in that said, "Look at this picture of Benchmade." Helping destroy weapons in Oregon, guns in Oregon somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw up a link in the chat that you could see that we yeah. can go over it. But um, so I'll. But before I get to the link, go ahead. Uh, finish telling how how you became aware of the story, Greg. Sorry. No, that that's the only thing I know so far is that they were helping destroy some weapons that had been confiscated or that the that the Oregon police had or some police department in Oregon. So that that's all I know so far because I've been busy all day, but. Right, right. So I think that um, I don't know when you came across the story, Patrick, but I know that when we got back home and I was winding down and looking to post stuff and things like that, I saw like Instagram. Everyone was reposting these pictures because apparently what is it? Oregon City Police Department or something. Um, They posted these pictures where they had these guns real fast. (laughs) Yeah. For whatever reason, these guns needed to be destroyed. Apparently we all need to, we need to Google map this and see how close the Oregon city PD police department is to Benchmade's headquarters because they needed to destroy these guns. Apparently there's no home depots. There's no Lowe's. There's no freaking Harbor freight that they can go to. So the only thing you can say there is to properly destroy a firearm per ATF rules is it has to be torch cut. So they have to go somewhere that that can torch cut the receivers. Um, but that being said, yeah, you think they would if they were destroying firearms, they would have somebody contracted to do that or have a just an oxyacetylene torch sitting around and just lop them off. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So so what happened is they went to Benchmade. This is what they're claiming. They went to Benchmade and in this they posted this thing where they were thanking Benchmade for for helping them to destroy these guns. <laughs> um, I don't know if Benchmade reposted this, but the, the police department took down their post. But it's the Internet, yo. <laughs> and gun guys, gun guys jumped all over this one. And they reposted these things. Um, I mean, I went to Bench. I went to Benchmade's uh, Instagram, and they posted some kind of sale up there. And they had thousands of comments like "Screw you, 
We'll yeah, never buy yeah. Benchmade stuff again. You guys suck. You know, <laughs> should have had Corey on tonight to talk about Microtech. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's another thing. They were they were the <laughs> rival <laughs> knife manufacturers. Yeah, I'm sure you're jumping in, going, "No, we don't do that crap." <laughs> yeah. So all of that was going on. There was some statements, some official statements that came out. The police department did not shy away from it, and they put out that they pulled down the post, but which it was too late for that. But they did say that. Um, you know, they, they yeah. put out statements there. So if you look at the truth about guns, um, there's stuff all to that effect. Here's what the Oregon City Police says. Uh, Good evening. We understand some of our followers are upset with Benchmade knives because of, re- of a recent post we put out. The post did not give everyone the full story on why the guns were, were required to be destroyed. We received guns that are turned in from community members that they no longer want the guns and want them destroyed. We also have guns that are evidence. And when a case is adjudicated, the guns are ordered by the court to be destroyed. So, and it goes on to talk about that. And then um, I think also I'm trying to find the Benchmade statement. Benchmade put out a statement too. Um, Yeah. So they said, we apologize for the confusion and concern this post created. There were firearms that the Oregon city police department had to destroy in alignment with their policies Oregon City Police requested the use of specialty equipment within the Benchmade facility to follow these requirements. And as a, a supporting partner of our local police force, we obliged the request. Benchmade is a proud and unwavering supporter of both law enforcement and Second Amendment rights. These are uh, commitments that we do not take lightly and will continue to support well into the future. So that's like a very uh, boilerplate. What do you guys think about that? I hear politicians say that all the time in the Capitol <laughs> as they're pushing for gun control. I'm a proud defender of the Second Amendment and I'm a proud defender of law enforcement. <laughs> and not that you can't be both, but you're mm-hmm. out destroying firearms. I'd, I would have told the police department, find your own way to do it because I'm not going to help you. So That's just me. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think that's what we all feel about it. Um, there's something visceral, I think. And, and justly so. Look, I get the whole thing that the the police department, this is just the rules, the way that it goes. And maybe, maybe they can't do it on their own, right? Maybe they don't want to spend the money to do it on their own. I have to believe there's other places they could go to. Sure. Um, But let's say there aren't other places that they could go to. I really think the story from Benchmade is BS because even if you, even if you agree to that, right? Even if you agree to that and it's all genuine, why the hell do you post it up on social media? (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand. That. You know, who who believes that? What police what you know, the, so how many times do we see people rat themselves out to the police on social media by overposting? How come the police don't realize this? How come Benchmade don't realize, okay, you gotta do this? Don't freaking post it on social media. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know, I think it was virtue signaling. I think this is why they did it, right? Yeah, there was some kind of virtue signaling out there going, hey, look, we're destroying these guns because, look, if it's the police thing and they have to do it, do your job and, and, you know, go about your business. Don't post about it. So here's here's the thing. So get this. Oregon City is a suburb of Portland. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of places in Portland in the surrounding area that could have done that job. Yeah. But also, Portland is super, super liberal. So, well, see, but this is the thing. I have to believe here that somewhere behind Benchmade, the company, the people who actually own and run this company, and the people who are there day to day, they don't put themselves in the same boat with the Second Amendment guys, with the gun guys. 
They, 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 yeah. they just can't. They, there's no way they have that frame of mind. They would have to. I know that they probably have posts and stuff like that up, but they would have to prove that to me because this is too crazy to believe that someone yeah. there didn't go. Do not even if they agreed to do this. Yeah. Don't post about this. Do not post, post this. this. <laughs> yeah. Don't take pictures. Don't put any of this up. I think this was some kind of virtue signaling from the people behind this. And I think the truth about guns, if you look at this article that they have up here, um, they're showing like money that Benchmade has given to politicians. And uh, most of them are Democrat. A couple of them are Republicans. But even some of those Republicans in there have um, done a lot to support gun control. So, yeah, you know, um, I think that, look, I think there's gun companies out there that would have done this. Yep. I'm just telling you guys, I know that sounds like it's going to make some people mad, but I think there's gun companies out there that would have gone along with this and done it, but maybe they would have been smart enough to just, not post it. Yes. Yeah. Just don't, just don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. People do crazy things. Look, I remember when with the whole Zimmerman thing, I remember that, um, because okay, so he used a Keltec. Uh, what was it? A uh, um, was it a three eighty Keltec or I think it was a nine millimeter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he used a Keltec that obviously was taken from him, right? He's never ever going to get that back. So Keltec decided that they were going to replace his gun. Okay, you know um, why did they invite him to Keltec in order to give him the gun that they were going to replace? Now I see I I understand how we all see this story, right? How we all see what happened personally. I think that was like a perfect storm. Lots of people doing the uh, the wrong thing on both sides there. That's how that whole thing went down. But Keltec decided to give this guy replace his gun, and they invited him to come to Keltec to get the gun. So of course, uh, people were taking pictures with him. <laughs> so, you know, someone there has to think. Yeah, we shouldn't do this. So they told the employees, OK, don't don't let any of these pictures get out there. Don't post any of these things. One of the employees shared that with a friend of his who sold it to TMZ. <laughs> OK, so, of course, it got out there, blew up. It became a whole big thing on the other side, not not to us as gun guys. But on the other side, it became a whole big thing. That employee got fired and all that kind of stuff. Like, why do you have to share everything that you do? <laughs> Some yeah. things should just be secret. Keep it to yourself. I mean, on our part here, we're glad that we know this about um, uh, about Benchmade and where they're coming from. But uh, uh, yeah, let's so see. The, Go ahead. Sorry. In the last three election cycles, every dime they have donated has gone to Democrats. So Benchmade. That's what it says. Open secret. I believe oh, that. The yeah. Open secrets contribution yeah. picture. And yeah, it's all. Wow. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. I think we know where they're at. They can say whatever they want to. I think we know very well where they're at. Morpheus W yeah. gave us five bucks. He says uh, he used a Caltech PF9 until this day. That's why I don't own a Caltech. I seriously hope they recant supporting that scumbag wife beater. Yeah, they have. They have two. Sorry. This is this is back on another thing. They have two. Donations. They're not big donations, but still, for House and Senate, they uh, supported two Democrats, mm-hmm. Martin Heinrich and Kurt Schrader. Yeah, I think we know where Benchmade is at now. I think yeah. we know where they're at. I think they maybe they just realized that a lot of the guys that buy knives, buy guns, 
and vice versa. Oh my I don't god, really this, think they care about that. That was only 2018, 2016, and 2014. Uh, five Democrats, one Republican in 2012. This mm-hmm. is the first one. Everything else since 2012. Yeah. Um, and then from 2012 back, it's kind of a mix. But since yeah. 2012, it's been all Democrats. I think if you deep dive into the Republicans <laughs> as well, you'll find that, um, you know, not all those Republicans are supporting the Second Amendment. Oh, God, actually. No. no, and especially yeah. in the state of Oregon right now, there's lots of Republicans in, at the Oregon state level that are supporting gun control. They're they're like New York Republicans. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't remind me. Yeah. So horrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just following back all the people, by the way. I think I've got like 30 something people following me. Thanks to everyone out there that's following me on IG. Um, so I'm just following everyone back here. Um, yeah. Benchmade. Oh, man. I think, you know, right now we're just scratching the surface of what's going on with Benchmade. And I think that it's highly likely that the people behind Benchmade are really not with us on the Second Amendment thing. Of course, they're going to say that. But, you know, yeah, it's this. There's something going on here. Just like a politician to go out there and tell you one thing and then do something behind the scenes completely different. I mean, it's just stupid stuff. There's too many cameras these days. There's too much social media. They had to have known that was going to get out in about 10 minutes after it happened, and they did it anyway. So um, so Tyvin just sent me this from 13C Gun Reviews. Um, he says that uh, um, the, the court order also included them auctioning them off. So they could have potentially sold them at auction, but they yeah, decided right, to destroy them. Yeah, I, I really feel like that post was virtue signaling. Uh, yeah, I could see it. You know, if that's what the – so – does this department do this? I, I don't think they did this before, right? If they did this before, it would have blown up before. It would have been a thing. Why did they decide to put it out there that, hey, we're destroying these guns? And by the way, thanks to Benchmade yeah, for yeah. helping us do that. There's there's yeah. more to it than what they're trying to tell us. They're obviously trying to clean it up. Um, I don't think that we should believe them. No. Um, you know, obviously, we're, we're you know, I, I'm going to keep – like a certain percentage of my hearing open to what they have to say, but I don't really believe it. I think as we, as we dig into it and we look deeper and deeper into this, we're going to see. Thanks Lola. Uh, yeah. I had to get, had to get a soda here. <laughs> Sorry. Forgive me for this, but you know, yeah, no. And that's, yeah. there were, there was just no, I mean, look, this is, this is like the, the guy that was a, that set up the attack on himself. Right. Mm-hmm. So immediately the story comes out about Benchmade. And we have to be careful not to jump into that same that same situation where we start hanging people or hanging a company based on one picture that we see in a post. Mm-hmm. Now, evidence against them is not looking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right now, it definitely looks like they got caught. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, we, we always have to keep our ears open. Something else may come out and you want to you don't want to have to go back and tr- start retracting statements yeah. you made about people. For sure. I think I think we should d- dig into it um, and, and find yeah. out what's going on here. But let's also remember the difference here is that we financially when we buy Benchmade products, which we do. Yep. Right. How many guys? Are, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I've got some Benchmade knives. Uh, Patrick, you got none? No Benchmade. Spider okay. Cohen, Microtech only. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure there's folks out there and if we're buying their stuff, we support them. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember if I saw these guys at SHOT Show or not. 
And I'm thinking that they were, they were at SHOT Show. So yeah, I think if we, if we support companies thinking that, Hey, these, you know, these companies, their values are somehow aligned with us. We should have interest in what they're doing. And then, um, and then if we find out that they're not aligned with us, you know, it's a simple thing. Just don't support them anymore. Mark it down yeah. on the list. Yeah. Uh, Dick's yeah. Sporting Goods, uh, Cheaper Than Dirt. Um, who else? Who, who else don't we support? Oh, cheaper Than Dirt is, is like on my list many times. But yeah, yeah. so a bunch of, add them to the list of companies you don't buy from. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's the thing. Uh, what's, what's the other one that threw us under the bus last year? The uh, pistol um, company, Springfield? Springfield Armory. Yeah. yeah. Add them to the list. And here's what I think. Here's what I think right now. I think that you know, Benchmade, if if they really do support the Second Amendment, then they need to they need to like prove that to us. Show that show us that you do support the Second Amendment. Yeah, one of your supporters said if they're in if they're in Portland, the odds cool. of that are not good. No. <laughs> right. I mean, they could easily yeah. come right over here to Boise. We're eight hours away and they could have a one of the most Second Amendment friendly places in the country. So yeah. Portland's yeah. a Portland's a crap hole. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to beat up on them. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm not trying to beat up on them. But I think that we. I've been saying this for a long time that people think Benchmade's a knife company, right? Yeah. So by association, we think that they're okay with guns. But I'm telling you that there's even gun manufacturers, companies owned by by people in the gun business, that these people are not really pro Second Amendment. Correct. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of that going on. It's it's they're the they're the I mean they're worse than FUDs, some of these guys. Yes. I and mean, they are, you know, let's all sorts of restrictions. I believe that there is a second amendment. Yeah, I see the words right there, but mm-hmm. as far as what that means and believing in it and protecting it, they they just don't care. Yeah. In reality. You know, they're gonna make money off of a very a product that millions and millions of people buy. So yeah, they're gonna get in the game for that reason, not because they care about <laughs> protecting the right yeah. itself yeah if you really if you believe in the second amendment then show me and not what you do right now but what have you been doing that would prove to me that you believe in the second amendment mm-hmm. you know um it's it's a real simple thing look uh, at shot show i was asking a bunch of companies you know where they're at i found the small companies excuse me absolutely supported the second amendment but a lot of these bigger companies didn't even want to talk about it no, 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 no. They don't. They don't want to be. They don't want to be on on camera talking about that. Yeah. Well, that's a problem because if yeah. you don't want to talk about it, then I have to believe that you're not giving Foreign. money and you're not helping organizations that are out there fighting for the Second Amendment, right, Greg? Yep, absolutely. Show show me the money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. So you're in an organization that's fighting for the Second Amendment. Um, how do you how do you guys get the money to do this? Because I'm sure it costs some kind of money, right? Yeah. So, you know, when we first started, it was tough, man, because I, you know, I spent probably 10,000 of my own money risking my own money to get this organization up and running in Idaho. And um, eventually we just started doing snail mail and emails and all that kind of stuff. And we've built up a decent donor base now, but it, it took a lot of work. You know, it's hard to find gun owners who are willing to chip in, you know, five or 10 bucks to, to help your organization out, but it does cost a lot of money. You know, we spent yeah. I think we spent somewhere around $13,000 in the election, which doesn't sound like a lot. And it's really not a lot compared to how much the establishment has, mm-hmm. but we spent 
$13,000 in all sorts of different races across the state of Idaho. Um, and, and we did really well with very little money because guns in Idaho are like the number one issue. You just don't mess with them. <laughs> you know, the state still believes that. Yeah, we're probably one of the few that are left, but we're being overran right now by people from California, Washington, and Oregon. Uh, a lot of good people, a lot of good people moving here trying to get out of those places. But there's also a lot of bad people coming here trying to change our stuff. So. We've we've talked about this before, and it's something that I just don't understand. You're you're fleeing your what I would call your shithole states, but then you're bringing your shit politics to the states that you're fleeing to. Like that doesn't make any of sense. It's but it's what people are doing that are coming to America. From different countries right they're leaving yeah. their countries because they're so horrible then they're coming to america and they want us to have the same policies in in america that they have where they came from well why don't you just stay there you know now, i'm not saying everyone that comes here does that you know I, i'm an immigrant i don't believe in that i don't want to see america be anything like guyana to be honest with you oh, god yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> right back. I'm gonna grab some water. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know, Hank, it's it's a lot of work. You have to. I mean, especially right now, I probably do seventy to eighty hours a week doing gun politics, either for the Second Amendment activists or for our local group here in Idaho. And it, it's a lot of work, and we don't have any full time staff members or anything like that. So I, I can promise you that in other states, if you guys have other states with gun groups, you've got the same type of situation. So whether you can support them with time or volunteer work or, or chipping in five bucks, you know, help out your local yeah. organization, plus join up with GOA and some of the other no compromise groups. How do you, how do you guys raise money? So we, we raise money. One of the craziest ways that we raised money that was really strange to me in the beginning was we had somebody come out and say, okay, you need to send out snail mail. And, you know, we've got a company that can give you a list of people who should be good for gun owners mm. and you know they donate to gun groups and all that kind of stuff. So, OK, so we get this list of people and we just send out snail mail. And I thought this has got to be the craziest thing I've ever heard of for raising money. But honestly, a lot of the people who are gun owners, we have a lot of people in the older generations that are 60, 70, 80 years old. You know, they don't have it in them to go out and fights, but they want to chip in some money to help you out. Right. And that's how we found a lot of our donors was through snail mail. And then, you know, I'm online all the time. We're always on Facebook and, and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, uh, doing emails. We have a pretty large email list and we say, hey, we want to run an advertisement on this gun grabber um, that's doing X, Y and Z. You know, so chip in three hundred dollars. We'll spend that three hundred dollars in his district, hitting him for what he or she is trying to do. And okay. to get more than we need to, to cover those type of advertisements and stuff like that. So, OK, um, do you use any um, apps and things like that to raise money? No, we don't have any apps. or. Anything oh, OK, like I was just curious about it because I was looking at something about Bernie Sanders. I mean, I think he raised a record amount of money when he announced yeah. that um, he was running for president in 2020. But one of the interesting things is, is that there's apparently um, something that's like the Netflix for political funding out there. And he's got $600,000 already of money that's committed and then gonna be coming to him every month because there's people on a subscription basis giving him money for his thing. And I was looking, I can't, um, I'm trying to find the article, I can't find it, but it's called Blue Something. And it's a, it's, um, it's a way that you can fund, but it's only for Democrats. There isn't a red, whatever it's called. You know, um, yeah, but we need we need we need more things like that because there's people out there. They're going to give Bernie Sanders six hundred thousand dollars every month. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't I don't understand it. It's just 
you give it's the crazy though, old man money so he can steal it from you later. <laughs> like it yeah, doesn't but it's, but we, and part of the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think we all need to figure out how to get with it and be able to do these things so that we can keep uh, fighting in the ways that we're fighting, you know, especially for, for folks like you, Greg. Yeah, but see, I don't know that it's a technological barrier that, that we have where, you know, we need an app just like that. And if we had an app like that, the conservatives would all donate. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is conservatives just don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the I see Constitution is my right. The Second Amendment is my right. I don't have to pay anybody to defend the Second Amendment for me. That's the attitude of a lot of people. I think so. so. Yeah. You know, I just that sucks, I man. That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate because the other because ultimately, like anything else in the world, it takes money to fight the revolution. (laughs) And you might think like, hey, we already fought that revolution. We have the Constitution. You don't have things that you cannot defend. I keep telling people that that's what the Second Amendment is all about. You do not own something. You do not have something that if someone comes and puts a gun in your face and says, what you going to do for that? Yeah. You know, if you can't defend that thing, you've got to just run it. You got to give them whatever it is they want uh, from you. So you so in that um, regard, you don't have the Second Amendment if you don't get out there and defend it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I'd, so, I mean, if you figure out that magic formula, be sure to let me know, because it's there's a and don't get me wrong. We have an awesome base of, of gun owners who do pitch in financially to help all, on all sorts of fronts. So we do have that. Mm-hmm. The problem is the left has gobs and gobs of money you know far more than we'll ever have and all we need is for all these millions of gun owners to give five or ten bucks a month to whatever group they support and man that would go a long way to stopping a lot of this really bad stuff hell yeah hell yeah okay look this up uh babyface if you can um tim sent us this tyvin sent us uh he says it's called actblue.com it's called (laughs) actblue yeah. Billions so, raised since 2004. Yeah. They've raised like three, four billion dollars for liberals. OK. Yeah. You've, wow. we, we, and, and, and you know what the, the the tough thing about it is, Greg, is that there's lots of folks out there. I'm not saying like the, the people that we're talking to right now, we're preaching to the choir. These yep. are folks who come on here every day. They take time out of their lives. It's amazing to me. And they watch us and they participate in what we're doing here. So I'm not talking to the folks that are listening to us, but but, you know, um, how many millions of gun guys are we supposed to have out there? Yeah. Do do we have 50 million? Do we have 100 million? What is it? It's supposed to be half of America. That's 350 million people. I don't know if that's real. And definitely there's people out there buying guns, but they're not necessarily uh, supporting the fight for that now. People may think that they're doing it because they're supporting the NRA and then the NRA is making those decisions, but they're one monolithic organization that basically does whatever they want. Yeah. I mean, there are, you know, at least over a hundred million gun owners, probably more that, that own firearms, but a lot of people just are unplugged from what is happening. And I think part of the problem is the, the, the fight largely has shifted from Congress to the state level. Okay, the gun grabbers, for the most part, have given up trying to push gun control through Congress. Even when Obama was in and they had and Democrats had full control, they didn't really do anything. Right. And Mm -hmm. so they've moved those fights to the state level where gun owners, uh, whether they're hardcore and always paying attention like we are and like you guys are and your listeners or whether it's people that, you know, just cat. I own guns. I love to go out target shooting. Right. Target Mm -hmm. shooting is my thing. I shoot every single week. 
you know, and you to ask them about, hey, what do you think about red flag laws? I go to gun shows doing petitions on red flag laws, trying to make sure that it never comes to Idaho. And they're like, what's a red flag law? And I'm like, good gosh. I yeah, <laughs> I know. I've had some oh, of those right. conversations yeah, myself. Uh, good, you know? Yeah. Razor JB says, where is the GOA been silent for weeks? Uh, what would you say? Well, how would you uh, answer that question in regards to the GOA? Well, so full disclosure, I don't work for the GOA, but I right. talk to Jordan Stein uh, on a daily basis. What I can tell you right now is that um, state legislatures across the country are in session. So like in Idaho, for instance, we go from January to the end of March. And there are a lot of states just like that. And I know they're busy. In fact, I talked to Jordan today, literally on the phone from GOA, and they are sending out alert after alert all across the country in different fights, trying to stop gun control and push go uh, pro-gun measures. And so they're they're swamped right now. There's not a lot happening with Congress. We're kind of waiting on that full vote for universal background checks. Uh, but other than that, it's been kind of silent at the congressional level as far as gun control goes. So that yeah. I know GOA is working their butts off because I talk to him almost every day. So Yeah. Um, also, like, for example, I know Mac has um, he has them on. I, I can get them to come on if you guys want to have them come on. They're not a huge they're not a huge organization. They don't have a ton of people. Um, they don't roll like the NRA, but we can get them to come on if you guys uh, need to, to hear from them personally. I know I get emails and uh, email alerts and things like that. They're on social media. They're pushing these things. But mostly what they're trying to do is use the money that they get to fight things in court. Am I uh, am I off base with that? Um, yeah, they are. Well, um, as far as how their money is dispersed, I, I don't know. But I know they are fighting the bump stock ban in court, which is taking up a lot of their time, a lot of their money. Um, but the, the way that GOA works, because like you said, they're, it's a much smaller group than the NRA. The money that the GOA has is not I mean, it pales in comparison to what the NRA has. And so the NRA will send a lobbyist who controls five or six different states, right? And they have those under their purview where the GOA doesn't have that. They have a few people who are actual hired um, activists, so to speak, like Rachel Malone in Texas. Right. We've other had her that, on. You guys can go look at. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, mm -hmm. the GOA usually does what they do with me in Idaho, which is, hey, what do you have going on in Idaho and how can we help you? You know, so I'll tell and I just had Jordan. They're sending out an alert tomorrow morning for us in Idaho trying to stop some stuff here in Idaho. So that's generally how they work. And that's why you might not see them out in the open as much. Yeah, I, I think that um, I see gun enthusiast says, I think a monthly subscription to two a rights organization is an excellent idea. Um, I think there's lots of good ideas out there that we need to get up on because it's really going to take a lot to. um to, to, to make this happen. And I don't think we could fully rely on the NRA to do it. I'm not trying to say the NRA is doing zero. They are out there doing certain things, right? But there's battles that they're not going to fight because they're the ones that said, hey, we're, we're not going to fight this. So you guys go ahead and make laws about this. We're, we're cool with that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, like last year, for instance, uh, we stopped a bill in Idaho where they there's you have the Lautenberg Amendment, right? Which means if you have a domestic violence misdemeanor conviction, you can't own firearms unless you go through this process and you get them all re restored and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Well, um, they wanted to create another state level crime where if you have if you're convicted of domestic violence misdemeanor, a simple misdemeanor, not a felony, a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. So whether you you know, had an argument and threw a shoe at your wife one time or whether you were a habitual beater, they were going to treat everybody the same. And we were like, no, this is a terrible idea. This, <laughs> this mm -hmm. is stupid. 
Mm-hmm. And um, we were the only gun group and the GOA was helping us behind the scenes, but the NRA was nowhere to be found helping us stop that bill. And we were able to stop it by in, in Idaho, we stopped a gun control vote, a bill by five votes. It was that wow. close. And by the way, that could go the other way. You know, a, a woman yes. could be denied those rights because she fought back against her husband or something like that. And it could yeah. turn out that he's the deadly, dangerous, abusive one. And now she doesn't have the ability to fight back against him. People need to think about this stuff before they do it. Um, Brian Anderson says, Greg, do you talk to the FPC? What's the FPC? I see that firearms policy coalition. Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. Do you talk Um, to those guys? No, I'm not in regular contact with the FPC. So, okay. All right. There you go. Um, And night train says GOA has filed a motion for preliminary injunction, which would hit the pause button on enforcing the bump stock ban until the legality of regulations can be fully litigated. Um, Wasn't there a red flag vote somewhere in the country today? Ah, man, I got to see if I can pull that uh, it was it right. Wasn't, it wasn't in Congress. I don't know if uh, I think it, it was in one of the states. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know if that's on the. I saw something about that before it came on, but I didn't get a chance to transfer it over to my screen here. So someone who knows, I think there was a vote going on in one of the states today about uh, red flags, and I believe that it was voted down. But I don't want to put that out there. Okay. Unless well, we know exactly what happened. Yeah. Stuff, Huh? Bad stuff. Yeah. In fact, actually, since we're on the topic of red flag laws, if you don't mind. Sure. So we've I've had this discussion with a lot of people. We can't. You know, right now we are in an echo chamber, most likely. Right. I mean, the guys that are watching this, they support they support you. They support guns. They support everything we're trying to do. And so I wanted to try and do something different. I wanted to create a series of YouTube videos that were both entertaining, but also kind of expose gun control in a way that wasn't, you know, hey, gun grabbers, you're a bunch of sacks of, you know, and, and just yeah. kind of that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. we actually came up with this series that we're doing um, called Gun Control Hunters. And I've got a, a really good friend. She's an actress and a representative here in Idaho. And here, I'll, do, I'll hold up the picture. Hopefully you can okay, see it. Okay, let me lock it on you here. Anyway. Okay. And, like uh, yeah, I look, yeah, I look about as douchey as I can possibly look, I think. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so it's, uh-huh. it's about five minutes long and we're, we're going to release it next week. Finally, it's been a lot of a lot of work, but just to kind of have some entertaining way to go to show you like red flag laws is the first episode. Here's why red flag laws are bad. And, okay. and so we kind of take that and we're hoping I mean, I've even had gun guys when I posted this picture on my Facebook page that this triggered the gun guys. They were like, Oh, gun control and screw these people. Who are these actors? And, and they're attacking <laughs> me because, and so it was kind of interesting. So we actually think we're going to get a lot of people in the middle, maybe even some gun control people who think they support red flag laws to maybe watch this and go, okay, if that's what a red flag law is, that's stupid. You know, that's dangerous. And that is the goal that we have is to try and pull those people in. So we're not just repeating the same stuff to the same people over and over and over. We have to get more people in this fight. We have to get more people from the middle and maybe even some from the left who think they support gun control to start looking at some of the stuff that's happening and go, okay, yeah, that's not a good idea. That's really bad. So that that's okay. the goal with this series that we're doing. Yeah. So um, how can people, uh, what do they need to do to, to uh, see that when you guys release it? So it'll, it'll go up on the YouTube channel. Uh, I believe we're shooting for a week from, tomorrow right a week okay. from tomorrow 
yeah, we're shooting for a week from tomorrow. Um, it'll it'll just go up on the YouTube channel when we when we post it. So, okay, and the YouTube channel is uh, here. Let me let me pull up something. Make sure I'm subscribed to you on the YouTubes. Sure you the, uh, yeah, it's what, the what's second, the name of Second Amendment activist? Second Amendment activist. Activists. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, go over there. I'll make a link to it right now. Yeah. If I had lots of money, I'd pay somebody to be a much better actor than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you'll have to deal with my subpar acting. But, um, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff on top of session I've been working on. I, I think I was up until 530 in the morning the other day doing editing on this video, trying to get it ready to go. But mm-hmm. we, I, I, we hope to, we're, you know, we want to try and go after um, AR-15s, you know, the scary assault weapons and uh, high capacity magazine bands, all, all that, all the typical gun control stuff. We ha- we're going to try and push it in a different direction. The messaging. Yeah. So, By the way, Armament and Axis is telling me it's right behind you. It's written right behind yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> it um, is all of their social yeah. media links right there. Well, <laughs> YouTube isn't on there though. To be fair, so. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I am that. Uh, yeah, there's a whole Oblivious. bunch of things. There's a whole bunch of things going through my brain right now. <laughs> Trust me. So yeah, I didn't see that. Hey, good no, call. That's okay. Um, so let me see. Okay, Lola's telling me that she emailed me this. Um, the link for. Uh, I'll pull it up right now. For, for what we were talking about with the uh, red flag law. Let me see if I could pull it up here. Oh, the state. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. It, well, I don't know which state you're looking at, but in Utah, so our neighbor in Utah, there was an A-rated NRA Republican that came out with a red flag law, a red flag bill. Oh and he God. was trying to push it. And, and luckily in Utah, again, in Utah. Of all, yeah. Does he know? Does this guy know where he lives? Yeah, it's been it's been killed in Utah. But that's the thing with these red flag laws. As you know, you're in Florida. You had mm-hmm. 67 NRA rated Republicans Absolutely. that helped push it through in Florida. Bastards so, all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 everywhere. It's all over the place. And even in Idaho, when we first started our session, we actually sent out cards, red cards and said, do you oppose any and all forms of red flag laws? We sent that to every legislator and only 20 of them, 22 of them came back and said, Yes, I oppose 100%. Only one guy had the cojones to say, no, I don't oppose, which was a Democrat. And then the rest of them, we didn't hear from them. And they were like, oh, it's Idaho. It's never going to happen in Idaho. And I said, yeah, that's, that's what the, the famous last words. It's never going to happen yeah, here. Gun that's how you go down. That's how you go down. Yeah. Yeah. The gun owners in Oregon, California and Washington all said the same thing. It's never going to happen here. Yeah. Never going to happen. And now look at those places. So here's the thing. The link is too long. I put it in our internal chat, but I would have to make it into a tiny link or something to share with everyone else. It's North Dakota. And the headline is North Dakota House easily rejects red flag gun seizure bill. Bismarck, okay. North Dakota, the House rejected a bipartisan bill allowing bipartisan people allowing uh, judges to issue protection orders temporarily preventing people deemed dangerous from possessing guns uh, Tuesday, February 19th. So that was recently. Yeah. 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 So, you know, but we have to keep we have to be vigilant here because the people that are going about doing this are very well funded, very uh, well organized. They have lots of things, um, lots of tools in their arsenal, so to speak. So there's a lot of this. There's a lot of this crap going on. So here's something new, Hank, that maybe none of your listeners know about. We just found out about this. So Idaho is proposing a 
uh, constitutional amendment called Marcy's Law. Okay, right. They now, try to push that the, here the, in Florida. Nationwide movement. Yeah, yeah some, mm-hmm. there's I think 11 or 13 states already have it. Mm-hmm. This is not an issue where you're going to find the word gun or where you're going to find the word firearm. Well, about through two or three weeks ago, a supporter came to me and said, hey, you need to take a look at this Marcy's Law. And I already knew it was about victims' rights. That's what the law is about, okay, the proposal. It's about victims' rights. And I'm like, what the heck am I looking at Marcy's Law for? Well, he shows me this phrase in the wording that says a, vic- a crime victim has r- the right to reasonable protection from the accused. And immediately I said, well, wait a minute here. That sounds exactly like a red flag law. Mm-hmm. Right. You get reasonable protection from somebody you're accusing of something. Right. And so we start looking into this. And sure enough, there would there is nothing that would stop a judge in Idaho from using our constitutional amendment that's being proposed to stop and and do a red flag law. Like yeah, nothing would that's that's how they're we, try, they've they've got they've got hip to that. Yeah, they've got hip to that. And they're going around to a lot of states. They tried it in Florida. Um, what, what do we do it in Florida every 10 years, Patrick? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they tried it this um, go round because I think this was the 10 years, but they're going to try it in every state until they're going to keep doing this until they get something um, yeah. injected in there. Right, Greg? Yeah, that, that, they're, they'll keep going and they'll wait until there's another another tragedy and then they'll do you know something. I mean, but look at Illinois got red flag laws. It didn't stop the, the shooting that just took place there. You know, no. it, it doesn't matter. It's not going to make any difference. Yeah, I think that um, it's I don't know what it's going to take for people to realize that all these things um, are not helping anything. You need to people to be able to protect themselves. That's what you need to do in that moment. When something goes wrong, then you need to be able to protect yourself. But you can't just go out there and then accuse people of things. And then that person now lose their rights uh, and they lose their constitutional rights at that. So. Yeah. Well, that, that's the scary thing about the Idaho. What they were trying to do in Idaho was they want to put it as a constitutional amendment. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you don't, don't let that happen, because if that happens, it's a lot harder to fix than if you pass a state statute, you know, and then the legislature can't can go in and change stuff. Oh, it's near impossible. Yeah. And even yeah, even to change a, leg, a legislative statute is extremely difficult. A constitutional amendment? Forget about it. Not not going to happen. So we're fighting. Actually, we're going to go protest at the Capitol next week, next Thursday, a week from today to to try and stop this thing. And I, I, I think we're going to be successful. Never know. But you don't know if you're going to sit on your butt at your house and not do anything. So uh, yeah. we'll get out here and fight. Yeah. So what do you think people can do out there um, other than like listening to these chats or um, getting mad at Benchmade, let's say, and reposting things. There's got to be more. I'm not saying people shouldn't do that. I'm just saying, what more can we do that will actually, uh, you know, help? Well, if, if you're, are you talking about stopping like anti-gun legislation. Yeah. Or- like, how can people actually do this? This is what I'm trying to do. You know, other than like, they, I know they can give money, but what are the things that we can actually do in our states? Because a lot of this fight right now is on the local levels, right? Yeah, it's almost all at the local level, state yeah. level and, and lower, you know, city, yeah. county. And so like, like when people are saying, hey, where's the GOA? Where's this and that? And people don't realize they don't have a chapter in every state and yeah. all that kind of thing. Like what can people actually do if they have the time out there, if they've got a few hours every week? What can people do to help push back against all this uh, potential gun control that's always looming out there? Yeah. So here's here's where a lot of gun groups go wrong. OK, so there are a lot of gun groups out there who 
during the legislative session, okay, assuming you go from like January to February or, you know, January to April, whatever it is, mm-hmm. stuff happens, right? Gun control passed in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just last year, gun control passed in Florida, a lot, a lot of gun control. Okay. When the election came around, who was out there fighting those politicians? Who was out there holding those guys accountable for what was happening? Because even the NRA can only do so much, right, across the entire country in all these election battles. And so if you don't have a state gun group who, number one, during session is pushing hard against gun control and they're pushing hard for pro-gun measures, that's all well and good. But that's usually where most activists and most people the fight ends, right? They email their representative and I, I'm mad that you voted for gun control. Mm-hmm. Well, then the election season comes around and the gun groups don't do anything, right? They don't do mm-hmm. anything. They just sit back and go, well, well, we lost our battle at the Capitol. So whatever, but yeah. The- and those politicians that voted like that, they take a little bit of heat and then people, you know, and then they forget about it. Yeah. But, but that's the thing is, you know, so most, leg- you know, most legislators, or voted in every two years. Okay, um, there are some states where the senator, state senators, are every four years. But for the most part, everybody's about every two years. And so, what's happening is these guys vote for something bad this year, since it's not an election year, and then they get to 2020 when it's election year, and they'll vote for a good bill, and then just hope you forgot about the other one. Right? right? Yeah, yeah exactly. don't, don't worry about that one. Yeah. And so nobody's nobody's holding them accountable though. If you don't have a state group holding these people accountable, Republican or Democrat. That's the key. There are a lot of gun groups out there who only go after Democrats and they don't go after the Republicans in the primary. And so if you're not holding them accountable, no matter who it is, no matter what party it is, you're not doing your job as an organization. You are failing the people that you represent. Yeah, that's why the gun control groups are going after the Republicans. Yeah. And they're and they're going after them in a very nice way. There's money. Okay, they're going after them like, hey, what can we do to help you, you know, help us? You guys, you guys out there, you know how that goes. They're trying to run these campaigns and all that kind of stuff. Why would these guys be doing this? Why would they be betraying you? You know, why are they telling you they believe in the in the Constitution, and the Second Amendment? And then they go vote completely opposite to that. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you need someone to keep up with them, to keep the pressure on them, to make people aware of what they're doing all the time. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of work. You know, you got to you got to hold these guys accountable at the end of the day, um, you know, and that's that's where, you know, having a group that where you have people that are pitching in five bucks a month when it comes to election time. That's huge because you can really hold these guys accountable because you have to understand, you know, the presidential election, you know, $10,000 is nothing. Right. I mean, absolutely nothing in a state race. If you spend $10,000 in one state legislative race. That's a whole different ballgame. I mean, that's a yeah. lot of money. So, does anyone know how much money? Because I think Bloomberg, how many, what, how many hundred millions did he spend? Uh, he spent like about a hundred million, but but um, in in this last election cycle, but this was all over the country, right? So he was spreading out this money and helping get people elected locally. Yeah, millions and millions of dollars all across. Yeah. The country. and then and, and again, most of that, a lot of that went to some of the the states where they're trying to flip to, you know, get blue legislators or, you know, some key congressional district races they spend a lot of money in as well. Yeah. Sam Gal says you may want to fight a portion of Marcy's law, but you probably want the communication uh, and restriction, parole restrictions, et cetera. Well, that's, that's the sugar pill. Yeah. Look, as far as Marcy's law goes, it's about victims' rights. And so 
our involvement as a gun rights organization was only only came into play. We weren't involved the previous two years and the previous two versions didn't contain this particular language that we looked at. And so if this language was stricken from it, our organization would back out of that fight. Uh, I oppose it personally for a variety of reasons, um, adding it into the state constitution. But um, as far as guns go, they have that you know, reasonable protection language in there, which is what gun grabbers use all the time. And so mm-hmm. that, that's why we said, hey, this is dangerous language here. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any other things out there that, that folks want to get into. Lots of different, lots of different things going on here in the news other than uh, Jesse Smullett <laughs> and the uh, Benchmate. Are people still, are, are we still getting a lot of, uh, Push back on the Benchmade thing. I wonder if Benchmade is going to make some videos, put out some videos showing how patriotic they are. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see that. A patriotic <clears throat> knife or something. Did you talk about the, the guys getting kicked out of Haiti and coming back? Oh, no, we didn't. Yes. that's um, Where is that? What an unusual you, thing. Do you have a link for that? Um, um, what was that about? Those were definitely some kind of <clears throat> contractors. Oh, they were. They were. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, there, so do you want to explain the story, Patrick? So um, as uh, as far as I can tell, uh, five guys were driving around Haiti with a truckload of guns, five Americans, and they got stopped at a roadside checkpoint <clears throat> and were arrested by the Haitians. And then uh, somehow they instead of getting in trouble for anything, they just got kicked out of Haiti. Yeah. Um, and all of them were like uh, a couple of them were like ex-Navy SEALs or a couple like spec ops. They were all some sort of like special operations guys. Yeah. Contractors. Like retired, like contractors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, they, had landed, they landed in Miami and got off the plane and disappeared yeah. after that. Here, I'll <laughs> throw up a link right now so that you can it's see. Just it such a, it's such a weird one. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's going on in Haiti at the moment that would warrant having – contractors there but somebody hired they him to say, do something yeah they say that they were protecting a, a businessman someone doing a business deal over there then mm-hmm. where is that guy because everyone wants to know what business he was up to in haiti um i'll throw up a link of it i'll throw it up here for you guys as well because you can see the guns that they uh, got confiscated a, a couple glocks a couple full autos May, yeah some sbrs yeah they had some good they definitely had some good firearms with them yeah some tasty tasty firearms but it was a weird. It was definitely a weird. So one. they they handcuffed them. They these guys got arrested, but they were released by the Haitian government because the American mm-hmm. government requested it. They put them on a plane. On the plane, I think the 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 uh, the pilots or something didn't want them on the plane handcuffed. So they took off the handcuffs. They flew back to America, and then someone put the handcuffs back on them. You know, but, and now they've been dispersed. Amongst yeah, they the just Americans. they're just let let free. Yeah. Um, as one of those guys, the <laughs> most frustrating thing is I guarantee all those rifles are, are personally owned. Or they're not, I, they're not some company's property. I'd be so mad if my rifle got confiscated in Haiti because <laughs> you're never getting that thing back. Yeah. Well, that's why you're not supposed to take your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have somebody, you have the company buy you company yeah, it's property. It's supposed to be their stuff. Yeah. Remember we had Tig, uh, Tigan, uh, mm-hmm. from Benghazi. He came on. And he was talking about all that. And they don't let you take your stuff. There's an armory or whatever over mm-hmm. there. You go, you get things. So that's probably what happened here. You know, ultimately, they don't want those guys locked up in Haiti. So, you know. It's you know. just such a weird, such a weird story that I guess they say they were protecting somebody. But who knows? Yeah. 
187 high. It says not supporting Benchmade knives again. I get it. And he says, come on, Hank. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I get it. I'm down. I understand. Uh, Exhale says Benchmade frames going up for sale on website. Laugh out loud. You know. They're they're probably going to make the next knife, you know, a big, huge one, a machete with uh, the Second Amendment written on it. Like, so yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They're oh, we, I, we're going to laser engrave it all right on the side. Yeah, if these, if these, if people really support the Second Amendment, I want to see it. And don't just go out there and support like, oh, we give money to the NRA. That, not good enough. Yeah, that's not what I definitely want, not that's not what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's that will tell me that you're tone deaf right now. Mm-hmm. That you don't even know where we're at. So I want to see what you are doing for the Second Amendment to support the Second Amendment that you're talking about. Yeah. So agree. that would that would be my thing. And um, I would think that by this point, we should be seeing like a something is um, Benchmade privately owned. I have assume to, so. We're going to have to Wikipedia Benchmade and see. Let's look and <laughs> figure out who owns Benchmade and, and where they're at. Like what, you know. What that uh, private industry owned by Benchmade. They are their own company. Okay, so it's a privately held company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hillbilly Nitro says the uh, those guys were over there for a false flag op. Um, you never know. Yeah, and Tim <laughs> Not Tim says shouldn't five U.S. operators be able to overthrow the government of Haiti? Not if they they got pulled over by a cop and gave up their I guns. Know. I know they got stopped <laughs> in like a, a corrupt back alley or something. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be like, dude, um, I think we got you beat. You might want to just get back in your car and pretend like you didn't see anything. (laughs) What you should have done is travel with five or ten thousand dollars in cash and said, here's a couple hundred bucks if you let us go, because that's how third world governments work. Well, they should have fixers. They should be someone from the Haitian government that's a fixer or something. Yeah. Rolling yeah. with them to flash a badge or something. Well, like I think that, they but. did have one of those because they said there was a, a Haitian guy that was uh, kept, obviously, in Haiti. So I wonder if they had somebody like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on in Haiti. Um, you know, that's like, that's a whole other thing. Maybe they were there trying to get some. Um, you know, destroy some evidence that the uh, Clintons left behind. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah. probably right. Yeah. Uh, Jafari H says Tonto in an interview showed his personal Frankenstein AR that he said he had in Benghazi. Yeah, they carried some of them carried personal guns. When you look at uh, the videos of oh God, there's like an infamous video of um, I can't think of his name. He's a tall, skinny guy. Um, shooting shooting off a wall in some third world country, shooting at nothing. I think he was mm-hmm. using his personal rifle. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Grizz3 says, looks like they donated to four anti-gun Democrats. So I know people are still mad about uh, the Benchmade thing. You should be mad. No, you should be uh, mad. And you should, you should hold their feet to the fire and tell them we're not buying your knives if you're going to keep pulling this bullshit. Um, who out there, did anyone out there actually destroy their Benchmade knives? I would like to know, and I need to see video. <laughs> okay, I need to see video. Because a lot of people are like, that's it, I destroyed. Destroying uh, your property doesn't make any sense. Just don't buy from them in the future. Yeah. You've already paid your money for your expensive knife. Just don't buy any more from them. Their Wikipedia page already has the, <clears throat> the subtitle, Firearm Destruction Controversy. <laughs> <laughs> Does it really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy's updating Wikipedia. Don't play around. 
No, they're doing a yeah, firearm destruction controversy, yeah. right? I'm always hoping someone puts me in Wikipedia, man, then just puts outrageous shit in there about me. Yeah. 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 Come on, babyface. That's a hint. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't have a wiki. No, I'm not in the Wikipedias. I'm not that I'm not big enough yet. Uh, when I do a search for Hank Strange Wiki, one, two, three, four, the fifth thing down. No, the sixth thing down is Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf. <laughs> uh, that comes up when I do Hank Strange Wiki. So that's the sixth thing right in the videos. Uh, we should see if we can get that guy on the show. <laughs> uh, sorry, have a mohawk. That's way two thousand one. He's no longer around, so uh, <laughs> we're not getting him okay. on the show. R.I.P. Hank, the angry drunken dwarf. <laughs> but yeah, that's what comes up. So I think we need to uh, have a Hank Strange wiki to trump Heck that. Yes. Yeah. If anyone knows how to do all that stuff, put some outrageous stuff in there. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Uh, one eight seven Hyde says Kershaw. So everyone, you know, some Kershaw knives. Everyone's repping, yeah. I think, um, is Kershaw makes one of those that? Let me see. They make uh, nice light. It does say on the Wikipedia page, by the way. It says one of the one of the reasons Benchmade is located in Oregon, as are many other knife makers, is because Oregon has very relaxed laws towards knives in general and switchblades or butterfly knives in particular. I'm in Florida. We don't have any laws against that. Hmm. Okay. Do you have a manufacturing restriction? Maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't On know. knives in Florida, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we would have. Which yeah. An old red, white, and blue says Wikipedia funded by George Soros. Yeah. Yeah. Just like most. So. Um, and then, um, then there's questions there of whether or not um, Benchmade owns other knife companies. I do. They have don't. any subsidiaries? No. Okay. Razor JB says no personal guns at all, clones or actual guns of what you had, but not your own. I own a Benchmade. I take that back. I just realized I have a seatbelt cutter in my. Uh, Where is it? We want to see you destroy it right now. <laughs> it's in my um, first aid kit in the car. It's one of okay. the. It's one of the little seatbelt hooks. That Go get it and destroy it. Yeah, I paid like eighty bucks for that, sixty bucks for that. I'm not destroying it. What tool do you have that you can destroy it? Maybe Benchmade can lend you some tools to help. Yeah, you. they can torch cut it for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe they can lend you some tools to help you uh, destroy. Honestly, honestly, there are so many good knife companies out there. You don't need to buy from Benchmade. And I'm not even saying like I know we own like high end knives. You don't need to buy stuff like this. You can buy a spider like good spider co's or CRKTs for like thirty or forty dollars. Don't need to buy from Benchmade. Yeah, for a long time, I've had. I, I'm trying to think. Um, I, I probably do have. I'm sure I have some kind of Benchmade uh, amongst the knives that I've had. But I've had like a CRKT is what I carried all the time. There's a bunch of stuff. You have your. Uh, you have your famous knife on you. Your, your uh, Razor, yeah, Razor JB says never bought a Benchmade, but had a ton issued to me. So I guess they issue that to um, to, to spec op guys. Yeah, here's my Microtech right there. I don't know if you guys can see it. It has the Hank Strange logo on it. Nice. Yeah. Looks good. Totally legal in the state of Florida right now until forever, I hope. But I don't know if you guys can see that, but that it that logo is this logo right here. Except the all white, the all white version of that logo. I like so. I'm so pleasantly surprised with how that turned out. Yeah. 
Why? You thought it was going to look real ghetto, didn't you? I, I just thought it was going to look trashy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you doubt. You uh, doubt. see, Orlando PD selects Sig Sauer's Virtus rifle as their new as their new duty rifle. Okay. The it looks really six, heavy. Sig, okay. is, Sig has been everywhere lately. Is they that an upgraded 516 patrol or something? It might be. Modular Sig Virtus weighs just under eight pounds and available in 556 and 300 blackout. Um, yeah, uh, Jafari H says, I've seen a Griptilian on here before, I swear. Griptilian? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Patrick has that Griptilian. Pretty sure of it. I have no idea what that is. Uh, he's just pretending that he doesn't have any Benchmade knives so oh, that. It's a Benchmade bench knife called the Griptilian? Um, I think so. I was, it, was that that blue knife that you had? No, I I have a spider co that's blue. Oh, that's spider co. Okay. Um, I have two spider co's, four microtechs. I think that's it. I think that's all the knives. I started out with spider co's and then I moved up in the <laughs> in okay. the food chain. <laughs> Len Holt wants to know if anyone's ever owned an Olympic AR. Nope. Olympic AR. No, I've never yeah. owned. I don't know. Have you ever heard of that, Greg? Yeah, Olympic Arms. I've heard oh, of okay. it. Okay. Looks oh. like you're basically running the mill 556 AR15. Okay. By the way, you guys saw that I put up the Diamondback um the AM2, which the AM2 stands for Second Amendment, by the way. In case, you know, you have to figure oh, that sure. one out. <laughs> um they also sent me the DB9, which I guess there's some there's some like redesign things on the DB9. Is that the so this, little tiny single stack? Yeah, this is the little single stack uh, pocket joint. You shot it yet? No, I haven't. See, it's still got the tag on it and all that. Feel in the hand. Huh. Tiny, tiny. <laughs> yeah, for my big hands, you know. I, I don't have baby face pee hands. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more around there. But, you know, still, they don't have that undercut right there in that thing. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's a little small thing. I'll I'll test it out. We'll see how it is. That's one of the things coming up, Patrick. We got to get together and shoot some stuff. Have you had any experience, Greg, with the um, Diamondback firearms? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not even the the ARs I've I've used before, and they're fine. I have never had any issues. Uh, What's your daily carry? Me? Yeah, yeah. I'm less than forty. Okay. Oh, you're a forty guy. Yeah, I'm one of those. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, have those. you seen a doctor for that, or? <laughs> you well, the, the, it's going to start now. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. All on, the forty man. guys, put your hands up out there. <laughs> huh? This uh, nineteen that I built started life as a forty. It was one of the police trade-in Glock twenty-three lowers. Makes for a great Glock nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've always said I I don't really care what you carry, just carry something. Carry something yeah. to defend yourself. Is uh, 40 cal uh, very readily available there? I have enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I was just curious. I was just curious. I know no, there's I, some I, parts of there's some parts of the country where you can get a lot of 40 cal and not nine millimeter and then vice versa. So I just wanted to know. Uh, no, man, it's it's Idaho. I mean, we have everything. In fact, fire or uh, ammunition manufacturing is one of our top industries in Idaho. Okay. So we have pretty much anything okay lots of people representing for you joe guzman said first gun was a 40 <laughs> um 
Uh, Razor JB says Diamondback isn't carried in most places around here due to the problems always sending back. Paul K says 40 thumbs ups. Victor Fowler says I carry a 40. Um, Brian Wyatt says uh, I think he's got he EDCs a Ruger SD40. Wow, yeah. there's lots. Yeah, armament and axes. Nothing wrong with a 40. Yeah. We have more. We have more 40 people than we thought out yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I've seen I've seen people, you know, 90 year old guys put down thugs with a 22. So the end of the day, you know, do what you got to do and yourself. So, no, no, this you can carry what you want. But I also reserve the right to still. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why? Why? You might have to carry a a full size 1911 for the wildlife you got to deal with. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Understood. Understood. Uh, when I started doing this, I really didn't care. I had 40s. I had all kinds of different things. I didn't care about it. And then I decided I'm like uh, bringing everything down to nine millimeter. I have a couple of 45s and different things that we mess around with just because we make videos. But yeah. uh, Len Holt says his carries a 40. Uh-huh. If I had the money, and I don't, but if I had the money, I would probably switch or get, or get something in addition to Because when I go to church... Yeah, a full size forty is a pain in the butt to to carry around. You know, I'd like something smaller, but I don't have the money, so I do what I do and carry what I carry. So, who makes a single stack forty? Um, does uh, Smith and Wesson make a single stack forty? I think so, right? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. But okay. yeah, can't so. buy an extra because it's Springfield. <laughs> yeah. Um. James Miller says Hank goes hard after 40 carries. <laughs> I go hard. On, oh, God. my God. Don't get me started. Yeah. Don't get me started. It's my last time on the show, apparently. So it's yeah. nice meeting you all. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Tango Hunter says nine millimeter is 40 times better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Randy Peacock says he carries a 40. Uh, Lions of Judah says shield 40. There you go. There you go. Um, and uh, Rich White says Smith & Wesson has the shield in 40. I carry one. Yeah. Lots of people carrying 40s. Man, um, there's an epidemic <laughs> going out across America. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Armament and Axis says, I have carried my 40. I do really want a full-size 10, though. Oh. Everybody getting up. A- what, do you think, yeah. what do you think about that 10, 10 millimeter? Babyface, you 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 were gonna I, say I, something. I wanna. Uh, we need to get a barrel for the. I have a the Glock twenty down. Uh, twenty one downstairs. It's only like a barrel and uh, a extractor. I think is all you need to to convert it over to ten millimeter from forty five. So we mm-hmm. need to do it. I love. I think ten millimeter is an awesome cartridge. Okay. All right. What about you, Greg? Yeah, I don't. I don't have any problems with it. But again, not not a lot. Not a lot of money to go out and test around with stuff <laughs> that I want to buy. So. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, you know, the funny thing is, you know, and maybe that's why I, my my show is a little bit different in, in my channel is I am a gun person, but I'm more of the Second Amendment gun person. Like mm-hmm. you guys can probably talk circles around me and all the different stuff that you test out and everything. And I'm over here like I have like, you know, enough guns to defend my family. And other than that, I'm too put damn poor to go do anything else. So uh, I spend a lot of my time on the political side trying to make sure we can keep all that stuff. So. No, you're doing the right thing, but let me tell you a secret, Greg. Um, All right. We don't we don't know shit about guns. 
<laughs> Don't speak for yourself over there. <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> oh no, you guys do great work. So we make oh, just drop something. Uh, we make up half the stuff. Just make it up. Just yeah. make it up. If you if you sound confident while you're saying it, people will believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that's what. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> no, listen, most people like that. Uh, most people out there are like that. Did you, um, yeah. were, were yeah, people Kathleen, caring for, go ahead, huh? Yeah, so Kathleen Music Lover knows what's up. She said, Hank cannot fix guns. <laughs> <laughs> she knows listen, what's up. Um, to each his own, everyone has their jobs that they do. <laughs> Richard Hughes wants to know if I dropped a gun. Yes, that wasn't uh, dropping uh, just now. It's fine, it's fine. That's all part of the test. You know, you know, in the army, when when we if if you dropped your firearm, you had to start doing push-ups and a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, good luck. Good you luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck trying to get me to do some push-ups right now. <laughs> I'm doing mental push-ups right now. There we go. You guys, um, this is a POV camera right there. For Lynn Holtz, uh, he was asking, did I have to change anything? So I actually I bought this the plastic frame as just a frame for fifty bucks from recoil recoil firearms so there's no conversion it's just the frames are exactly the same between a 19 and 23 so it's just the frame and then i built it as a 19 instead of a 23 because i like nine mil <laughs> all my stuff is in nine mil yeah <laughs> richard hughes says does lola have to do the push-ups for you because <laughs> she, <laughs> she does can. everything <laughs> you know, okay, I'm gonna embarrass Hank right now you ready for this what? What? I'm, I'm giving him my old workbench because Marley bought me a new one for my birthday. So I'm giving Hank my old workbench. And he's like, That's a good explanation for this. Oh, just, just check. I asked him, Do you want this? It's free. Just come pick it up. He's like, Oh, check with Lola. See if she can come by with the truck and pick it up. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> No, you need to get the truck and come pick the damn thing up. Yourself. Do you know why? Because Lola has the pickup truck. She doesn't drive the four runner anymore? No, that's my my younger son is driving that. So Lola has the pickup truck. You gotta yeah. give her I mean, you want me to come over there in in the Audi and get that thing? Oh God. You want to come put it out, put that workbench no. on the top? Of your Audi? No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm already I'm already in enough trouble as it is <laughs> over that thing. So, uh, Brian Wyatt says I'm debating getting the STI from Tehran, the John Wick edition, thirty eight hundred. The STI. Oh, there's a um. Oh yeah, the one that was in John Wick too, right? The STI. Wow, thirty eight hundred. That's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of dosh right there. Yeah. By <laughs> the way, by the way, if I if I had the pickup truck, I would just go over there and get that thing. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks for putting that out there. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I do have the muscle. Lola just looks like she has muscles because she's short. <laughs> so. When you're short, you look like you have muscles, but you don't really have them. That's how if you if you go check into those Nigerian brothers, you'll find out they're actually pygmies. <laughs> that's why they that's why they look so cog diesel. <laughs> yeah, um, no, of course not. I wasn't gonna I'm not gonna make Lola go over there and get the thing. It's just Patrick is telling me, oh, just bring the truck over here. I was like, okay. Give her your fancy sports car for a day. Mm, no. Give her your fancy sports car that you don't pay a lot of money. It. Don't want to do it. Fancy truck that you also have. Not going to do it. <laughs> Lola would love to be able to drive that around. She has you should let her. Like she that. deserves it for mm. all the hard work she puts in. 
No, no, no. Lola, I got your back. <laughs> for our own good, for our own good, I drive that. <laughs> you know, to help her out. You know, so she doesn't have to get down that low to get in there. <laughs> Everybody's telling Lola to come smack you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kathleen Music Lover is going to put Sheesh Hank here very, a lot, lots of times. Okay, fine. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Archangel says, give the Audi to the boy for one day and drive the truck. Sure. Both of my kids destroy After- whatever cars they have. No, oh, he hit a pole. Can you imagine hitting that pole with an Audi? Yeah. Oh. But also my younger son that was driving the forerunner hit someone with the forerunner. A parked oh. car. God. And like messed up the messed up that car and now he ha- now he has to pay that person to fix their car. He wants kids so and bad. And then I've got to fix I've got to fix the forerunner. So I think about how expensive it's gonna be. <laughs> Yeah, kids are not really that expensive. Do you have kids, Greg? I, I know you do because I heard them running around there. Yeah, yeah, we got four kids. So. Yeah, how old? What what age? What ages are they? Uh, Eleven, nine, six, and three. Oh, that's so awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Enjoy it. that, man. Love it. Yeah, yeah. The older they get, <laughs> the you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out how that one goes. <laughs> yeah, they're. They're good, good kids. Love shooting. They love the Second Amendment already. Nice. So good stuff. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Fact, yeah, my oldest son is eleven, and he keeps asking me. He's like, "When you die, can I take over the Second Amendment group?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> He's already <laughs> plotting. <laughs> He's already plotting against you. <laughs> Tell him the math of like realize when I'm eighty or ninety, you're gonna be seventy, so or sixty, whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe he's just hoping I had a I had a kidney stone a few weeks ago, and maybe maybe he's hoping I'll just die from a kidney <laughs> stone. Kick the bucket, bucket <laughs> early. Yeah, uh, long life to you, long life to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Kathleen Music Lover says four kids. Sheesh, Greg. She's just sheeshing everyone right now. So. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. Are you going to have more kids? Or is no, four the limit? Know. I'm 37. I'm getting tired. So unless, <laughs> unless God makes things happen, uh, no more kids, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. No, four is good. You said you have how many boys? How many girls? Do you have any? Three boys and the girl is the baby. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Some older that's, brothers. Actor. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Uh, Tyvin Show wants to know if you were ever in the military. Yeah, I did uh, 13 years in the Idaho Army National Guard and then uh, one tour in Iraq. So. Okay. Nice. All right, very cool. I'm not sure why Tyvin wants to know that. Tyvin was Tyvin's ex army, I think. Yeah, he was yeah, in the army. Yeah, I think he was in the army. So. Yeah, I think he probably just wants to know if you were involved with any Glock testing. Uh, <laughs> uh, are we gonna have to explain this to, to every guest you bring on? <laughs> Tyvin has uh, a theory that <laughs> plastic Glocks will melt when a uh, when what is it thermonuclear apocalypse happens? Uh, EMP. <laughs> That's it. But to defend Tyvin on this one, he said that this was the early Glocks, the like late 80s, early 90s Glocks. Glocks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's not the current uh, formula of the polymer. So, (laughs) God, every time, every time. (laughs) Never tell him your innermost secrets. He will just wreck you forever over them. 
No, that's not. Listen, I'm not the one that brought that up. So, you know, I'm not the one that brought that up. Uh, Ronald Hotboy says, "Thank you, everyone, for your service." Uh, Greg, absolutely. Uh, how do you feel about that, man? You know, how do you feel about the? Is the thanking you for your service? Do you feel it's overused? You know, I like to do it, but then I feel like you know, um, folks feel like it's overused or embarrasses them or something. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I, I mean, I, it used to be embarrassing, you know, but I, I get it. It's one of those people don't understand the lifestyle. People don't understand what you've gone through and they don't know what to do other than just to say, you know, thank you for your service. And so I, I don't know if it's overused. You know, I certainly don't want to get to a point where it's like the 60s and we're spitting on our soldiers. Hell no, that should never be. You know, so, um, you know, I, I do it, you know, I take it and, you know, I don't know for, for me, I, I had friends that never made it home and stuff like that. So, you know, to me, I, I think about them as opposed to anything I ever did. You know, I made it back in one piece, so I can't really complain about much. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Tyvin says he just wondered because you said weapon and not gun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that so- was the tell. You're, when you're in the military, when you're in the army in particular, um, if you use the word gun, you get the you get smacked, right? Because really? A gun, a weapon is for fighting. A weapon is for war. A gun is for fun. Like that's the that's <laughs> here okay. in the military. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I use them interchangeably, and depending on who I'm talking to, I may use weapon on accident sometimes because it's still ingrained in me. But oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, Paul K says service members should always be thanked. Um, uh, uh, Joe Son says, I always appreciate it, but the fallen and spouses are overlooked quite often. True. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, uh, let's see. Eric Hammond said, I miss some stuff. The coyotes who are making a ruckus. Uh, <laughs> Kathleen music lover says, hopefully hippie culture never comes back. It seems to be making a comeback, doesn't it? Look at Portland, Oregon. Yeah, we're I mean, talking we're about Oregon today. Yeah, <laughs> Oregon and Seattle. It's, it's Seattle. Oh, yeah. OAC is all the way back. So there you go. Before we, before we, just before we came on, uh, I noticed on the Truth About Guns they caught the wa- the guy in Washington State who was threatening to shoot sheriffs. I uh, did yes. see that. Yeah, that is on there. You're right. Oh, I didn't know that's what that was about. Yeah, there was there was so for those that don't know, over in Washington State, they passed a really bad gun gun ballot initiative, and um, a bunch of the sheriffs came out after. A lot of the sheriffs in Washington State. If you don't know Washington State, if you go east of Seattle, it's pretty diehard conservative until maybe you get to Spokane. But a lot of the sheriffs said, "We're not going to enforce this this new gun control initiative that you guys just passed. Sorry, we're not going to do it." Mm-hmm. So there's a huge, huge battle right now. And yeah, good on them, man. Yeah, a couple people making online threats. It looks like this this scrawny. This is a little kid too, right? Yeah, he doesn't look twenty three years old, but he's not like a big bulky twenty three year old. This has to be the scrawniest kid I've seen in a long. Yeah, time. little Harry <laughs> Potter looking like mofo. <clears throat> and uh-huh. he, he just and like openly online, I'm going to start shooting sheriffs who don't support this. I'm like, <laughs> really? Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, did not uh, on his Facebook account. I one six three nine is law. Sheriffs that are non-compliant will be shot by me. Wow. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have some issues. Some I inmates. Found, inmates are gonna go hard against him, man. I, I think we found the criminal who might be dumber than the the actor guy. That's yeah. Yeah. Posting know. it up. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, the pants says, but he didn't shoot the deputy. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> um, <laughs> bad Bob Marley joke is bad. <laughs> uh, Darth Sorrow says, I still eat in five minutes. Like I'm in boot camp. Uh, <laughs> you don't know anything about the military. So when you go to basic training, you, I mean, you get your food. If you talk, if you even talk to the guy sitting next to you, they will come and take your food. And on top of that, you have literally 30 minutes, 30, excuse me, 30 seconds to about a minute to shovel food in your mouth before you're out the door. So, I mean, it's, Damn. yeah, you, at least that's how it was back in the day. There's a lot of snowflakes in the military now. So <laughs> yeah, we don't want to give the soldiers agino or something like that. Right. Uh, acid reflux. Um, let's see. Victor Fowler says, thank veterans for their sacrifice. So, um, and Brian White said, it's good they caught this guy. This guy was going to get caught no matter what. You can't just go say whatever you want to on social media. Yeah. Wow. He was Jaden yeah. H. Ledford. Let's see if his Facebook's still up. Yeah. his. You see that uh, Tim, Tim Nottam says, my forearms are bigger than that kid's neck. <laughs> he looks, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm not saying a whole lot, honestly. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look like 23, but I guess. <laughs> yeah, doesn't look a day over like fifteen. <laughs> See if yeah, it is anyway, what it is. It's bad over here, man. On this side of the country, it's Seattle and Portland. Is it's bad? It's yeah. Crazy stuff. Well, that's good that those sheriffs are standing up, man. I mean, those yeah. are the kind of guys we need in law enforcement standing up to that crap. Well, look here yeah. he is, Jaden Ledford, and he has a picture of Karl Marx and sunglasses as his uh, as his uh, okay. there. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, I mean that's the power of the sheriff. That's literally what the sheriff is supposed to do is is prevent that type of tyranny from coming into their counties um, or jurisdictions. And so it's it is. There's a lot of sheriffs, and not only Washington State but New Mexico was kind of a surprise too. New Mexico's got a lot of sheriffs saying they they're going to refuse to implement gun control that's being imposed there as well. So it's good mm-hmm. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. No, it's good to see that those guys are pushing back against it. And I think that that's what people don't understand. Like, uh, I, th- I guess the sheriffs or law enforcement close to big cities like Chicago, New York, yeah. L.A. and stuff like that are anti-gun. They do want these things. They want to be the ones that are armed. They don't want anyone else armed. Uh, you know, I get why you don't want criminals to be armed, but there's nothing you could do about that. They are, by the nature of it, criminals. You know, you want the rest of the population to be armed because we can't depend on you, you know, to be there when we need to be safe. So, yeah, you know, the the sheriffs, here's the thing, you know, going to the Capitol and I'm sure it's the same way everywhere like it is in Idaho. And you you talk to the Fraternal Order of Police or the Sheriff's Associations. So if you go to the organizations as a whole, they're usually pretty anti-gun because they represent a lot of the big cities, like you mentioned. Uh, but if you go to e- individual law enforcement officers, if you go to individual sheriffs and you get outside of those agency heads, almost a lot of them are just like us. You know, they they don't care what you carry. They don't you know, they're worried about catching the bad guys. They don't care about the good people. Um, mm-hmm. But it's once you get into the big suburbs and stuff, it gets pretty nasty for anti-gun law enforcement and stuff. So, yeah, um, absolutely. By the way, I'm just checking the I'm just checking the latest news. It looks like Jesse Smollett is right back on the set of Empire already. <laughs> oh my god! And I guarantee his, the director is still standing strong with him. Do you Do you think if he was a white, straight, conservative male that he'd still have a job? Hell no! And <laughs> they would be 
asking to, to have him killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ultimate look, you know what the thing is right now? I think that they're they're look, like we say all the time, we never watch this show. So who's actually supporting them? Who's actually watching this? They don't want to piss those people off, right? It's just like Benchmade and gun manufacturers don't want to piss us off as gun guys. They don't want to piss off their own audience. So they don't want to, they probably don't want to come down on him and then have them say, oh, you're just falling into the MAGA conspiracy. Yeah. Right? That, so that's the thing. So I think ultimately, like I said, there's really nothing that's going to be done about this. This guy's going to get away with doing this. And it's un- it's unfortunate, but it's the reality of how things work in America. Yeah. You know, and the next time someone comes up and does this, these same people are going to jump right up and believe it as well. You know, and they're never going to apologize for for, you know, throwing everyone under the bus. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Greg. No, I was just going to say they're, they're not going to do anything. And, and for all we know, they'll they'll dump a bunch of money in into the judicial system and, you know, try to potentially have a judge get his sentence a lot lower or whatever, if they're even going to actually do anything. Yeah. I think the most we might see is that that he might, you know, someone's going to offer to pay off uh, for for the expenses, like you said, and then maybe they'll put him into some kind of rehab or something, you know, but they, but all this publicity is probably upped his profile and up the profile of the show. I would never watch this show. I don't Mm -hmm. think I would have watched it before. I'm never going to watch it now, Mm -hmm. but yeah. You know, they're they're um, they're dealing directly with their own base. So I don't I think ultimately they're just not going to do anything about it. Now, I'm, I'm not expecting any blowback for, uh, you know, from his people, you know, on the set or the show or his base. I'm really curious to see what law enforcement will do um, with mm-hmm. this. You didn't just, you know, call 911 and claim something bad. I mean, you went through an entire process of paying people to stage this fake attack. Um, I mean, you went all out. So mm-hmm. any other regular person would have some pretty serious penalties for doing something like that. And I, is anything going to happen to this guy in there? I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. Yeah. Just my opinion, I guess. No, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, what do you think about that, Patrick? Uh, no, I'm, I'm agreed. I'm in agreement there. Yeah. So by <laughs> the way, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just every time, like at least once a week, I have one of those moments where I'm like, God, our country is such a disaster. <laughs> I need I need one of the some reassurance somewhere to, to show me that it's not because you we're not. It's really not as bad as it's you, look. It's people too, want it to be. But it's too bad. It's too bad because young people out there. This is a young guy doing this. There's young mm-hmm. people looking at what he's doing and they're going to believe this is how you get what you want out of life. Yeah. And unfortunately, the reality is that this is how you get what you want out of life. You can completely fake things. Look, we were talking about Takashi 69 I don't know, Greg, I don't know if you know who that is. Uh-uh. But that's this young rapper who's like a pretty hot rapper making a whole bunch of money. And this guy, before he was, a, you know, he was like a little nerdy kid. Then he started putting tattoos all over his face and coloring his hair and saying got all in, kinds of crazy got stuff. Got the bloods. Yeah. And pretending he was a gangster. You know, and they were actually out there putting out hits on people and selling drugs. And and in New York City, they had all kinds of illegal guns and stuff like that. You're not supposed to have in New York, strangely enough. And, you know, there were like investigations on these people and all of that. And he got arrested. And actually, he um, he he's, um, you know, he's turning evidence on the other guys. So he's going to get no charges. 
No, he's still gonna he's still gonna catch no, some charges. No, he's There's not no getting way. any he's not getting any charges. No way. I don't believe that for a second. He's still gonna uh, get some time. Yeah, all of that's been covered up in the Jussie Smollett thing. He's not getting any charges. Wow. So I know I know you don't believe that, but he's not getting any charges. In exchange for him um testifying against these guys and all that kind of stuff, he's gonna he's gonna get away with that. I'm not saying that 100%, wow. but what I've Takashi's, seen, he's not getting charges. Takashi 69 must have an excellent lawyer. The word on the street is that if he cooperates, all charges will be dropped. Yeah. And it's like why, you know, where kids are seeing this stuff and they really think, you know, we and you can't blame them for thinking that this is what they should do, but this is not what you should do. This is not how we're going to get a better world. This is not how we're going to make things better. Well, people yeah. are just blaming everything. Oh, this the gun violence. We got to just do something about the guns and stop that. <laughs> it has nothing it's to do with the thinking. Tool in somebody's hand. Yeah, it's the but it's the way of thinking that we have, right? It's the way that we're going about these things that you could be totally fake, completely lie. You know, you can do all these horrible things, and you know what? You'll just get more famous out of it. Yep. In the end, so. Oh, that's that's, uh, you know, that's horrible. OK, uh, Armament and Axes wants me to call Hill Climb, Ohio. This is not me, man. This is Armament and Axes. You have to take this up with him. He's asking me to call you a dork. So there he? you go. Yeah. <laughs> For so, what? Playing Apex? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. OK. Yeah. <laughs> I will be a giant whale penis if you want. That's fine. <laughs> no, not you, Patrick. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. He's calling Hill Climb Ohio a dork. So he's he's asking me to call Hill Climb Ohio a dork who's out there listening to okay. us. Um, <laughs> I'm not actually calling you a dork. I'm just repeating it. So you're going to have to take it up with him and, you know, let you know. Um, I usually don't get into these kind of requests, but I know you guys, you guys must know each other. <laughs> Turns out they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Music Lover doesn't know what dork actually means, does she? No. What does dork dork means? Giant whale penis? Dork is a whale penis. That's a name for that's what the like a, that's what it's called. It's a dork. <laughs> oh. Am okay. I the only one that knows this? <laughs> Greg, did you know this? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So. Yeah. Patrick, why do you know about giant whale penises? Because it's yeah, like one of those things. Great. It's like you learn when you're a kid, like, bitch is a female dog. You can say it as long as you're using it in that I context. I learned about giant whale penis. Yeah, that's a, it's a whale penis. Dork. I have apparently called a lot of people a whale penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whale penis is just so much better. Um, Blue Dog Jones says, Hank, you're missing the big picture, son. Jesse is facing federal charges potentially for using the mail. He's not out of trouble by a long shot. Also, civil lawsuits are coming. So there you go. Uh, and uh, Len Holt says, Hank, stop acting like YouTube. Kathleen <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, Music Lover says, only dorks know about dorks. <laughs> Here come the jokes. The jokes yeah. just degrading really yeah. quickly. <laughs> dork Sora says, quit playing with your dork. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Kuzman says, doofus. And Jafari 8 says, dorkus. Uh, dark baby dork 12th century oh where was that yeah (laughs) ryan wyatt dorcas maximus (laughs) yeah you gotta so what do you have a link to this now to prove do do i need a link to it i mean i can pull it up on like urban dictionary yeah kathleen wants to know how big is a whale penis 
you know, I, I've as never big looked. as it wants to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, um, you know, whale trying to you know make more whales. Got to go up against a whale, so I'm guessing you know. <laughs> Uh, and now oh, we're going to get, I'm sorry about this, Greg, you know, uh, Jafari H says walruses have the second biggest weenus of all mammals. <laughs> Did he say weenus? Cause that's your elbow. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> Master Sergeant Poppy gave us a couple of bucks. He says little table for Hank, little table, little table. Yeah. Listen, throw that table in your Mustang and bring it over here, man. Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get right on that. Yeah, isn't your Mustang a hatchback or something? No, it's not. I got rid of the convertible. It's we no longer have that. <laughs> Just toss it in there and bring it over. No, actually, maybe this weekend because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the military. I don't know if you're going to the military vehicle thing to hang out. With we Walter. are probably not. Okay. Yeah. So I'll. Oh well, are you gonna be in in town? Um. Possibly, possibly not. I don't know. Oh, goodness gracious, man. Are you, do you work for the CIA also? <laughs> possibly. Don't want to give out any secrets right now, right? Because we, um, we're, we're looking at a, a wedding thing on Sunday, so I don't know what we're Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you got to go look at wedding stuff. Okay. Don't think, don't be thinking about uh, whale penises while you're I, out that's there. That's pretty much always on my mind. Come on, Hank. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let me try to, let me try to bring this all back. Um, <laughs> Somehow. I'm not sure how you're going to save this. Yeah. One. I don't know. Yeah. Greg, you got to help us out here, man. How can, okay. In the minutes that we have left, how can people support, how can they support you guys? Uh, yeah, the website's back here, but secondamendmentactivist.com. And um, we're, again, our, our big goal this year with the company is to do more of this, you know, more more reaching out to other people to get them on our side so we can get out of the echo chamber and try to get, you know, I've, I've done videos at universities you can see on the YouTube channel where I, I go talk to people who are in the University of Wisconsin, Madison, for instance, and I actually can turn people by using a little bit of common sense and, and get them over to our side. And I think mm -hmm. we just have to do a lot more of that with our family and friends and neighbors and get them to understand our side better without, you know, when I hear somebody say, I want to ban AR-15s. And the first thing you want to do is just start pounding on them. Yeah. It's like, you let all that stuff go, let all those talking points go and then use some common sense. And you can actually talk them off of the ledge, the gun control ledge. But if you start attacking them, right away and that's the first they're gonna thing they're going to put do. up their armor yeah they yeah they put up a wall they put up their armor they're like oh yeah you are a crazy gun nut you know so mm -hmm. you, you've got to do better at making these arguments to all the other people we need to get onto our side yeah if you're if you're talking to an anti gunner and you want to defuse them just hit them with some uh trivia say something like do you know sp uh, sperm whales have the largest penises at 9 feet <laughs> just to say something like that <laughs> yeah and if they laugh you're in yeah yeah we're talking about guns now <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be like what yeah that's hey, brian to bring the show back and i know and then he just straight off someone the put end. that stat someone put that stat in the straight chat. off the deep end <laughs> <laughs> yeah brian wyatt put that stat in the chat i was like oh boy <laughs> kathleen said you know, take them out to the range. Absolutely. Take them oh, out. That's the best thing to do. Range is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think that's the thing. You know, if someone's talking about guns, you can ask them, like, have you ever been shooting? No. Uh, are you interested? Would you like to, you know, would you like to go shooting? 
Um, yeah. Teach them about safety. Let them see that we're complete. The people who are causing most of the problems, I'm saying most, people causing most of the problems are criminals and they don't even understand. They don't care about the laws. They don't you know, know what processes you have to go through to get things. They don't care about safety and all that kind of stuff. And they, yeah. you know, you really can't deal with those people. All they understand, they're going to get guns. Yeah. You know, or anything else that they can get their hands on. Yeah, so. We have to expand our base of, of supporters and we don't have to compromise to do it either. That's the beauty of it all. We don't have to compromise. You know, I, I don't, have you ever heard of triggered millennials, the group? Yes. Yes, I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, those guys are, they have liberals and gay people and all sorts of stuff mm -hmm. that are part of their group, Yeah, you know, and that's, I think that's fantastic. And they don't compromise. Right. And yeah. so a lot of people that will come over to our fold, if we'll stop, you know, berating them and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Russ says, no kidding. A five minute screaming match will never change their mind. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got a girl, Hank, who was opposed to teacher Carrie to admit that if there was a shooting at her university, this is in Wisconsin. And she knew that I had a gun that she would actually hide behind me during the shooting. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, so at the by the end of it, she was like, okay, I get it. I get it now. So, yeah. Also, like when it comes to that whole thing, lots of people are putting it out there that we want every teacher to carry guns and all that kind of stuff. No. <laughs> the video I did in Wisconsin, that's what they thought. They thought that gun owners wanted to arm every teacher, no matter if they wanted to or not. No, no. No, <laughs> no we just want to, you know, anybody who's willing to be armed, they're trained, they're working with law enforcement on some sort of program. That's who we want to arm. And they were like, that's not what the media said. That's not what the news said. That's not what mm -hmm. Michael Bloomberg said. <laughs> so, no, because they're just like, they're going to force you to have guns. <laughs> You're a teacher. They're going to make you. They're going to smack you around and make you carry that gun if you don't. Yeah. No. Why? Why would we do that? And, and of course, they, they all thought that the gun was just going to be sitting on the teacher's desk waiting to take it out on a student at any moment. I'm like, oh, my gosh, no. Yeah. You know, most right. of these schools have a lockbox. In there, we are with the teacher. It's a fingerprint lockbox. The teacher can reach their hand in, and they're the only ones that can get access. You know, and right. so you, you explain that stuff. It's like okay, but if the first thing I did was, well, you freaking moron, you want all your kids to die. You know, that's what's going to happen. I mean, if mm -hmm. you do that kind of stuff, you lose. Yeah, you know, instantly. Lost. Yeah, absolutely. Crackbot gave us five bucks. He says no compromising, so we don't have to act like the NRA. <laughs> There you go. Thank you. Of course. Of course. And uh, by the way, I obviously did get involved in some kind of di domestic dispute here. Hill Climb, Ohio, JB says, uh, well, my dad's a pansy. <laughs> Laugh out loud. So that's between that's between those those two. So there you go. Um, all right. So listen, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I, I do want to remind people before we go to Babyface P and Greg that we're not going to be here tomorrow. I repeat not going to be here tomorrow. I know some people are still going to ask me that. So I'll post it up in some other places, but tomorrow I'm going to take the day off so that um, I can get some things done and then go uh, hang out with Walter in, in uh, where is it, Patrick? Like Mount Dora. Mount Dora. Yep. Yeah. Military vehicle thing. It's in the flea market or next to the flea market in Mount Dora off I-75. You can look it up. So uh, that's what we'll be doing tomorrow. No show, but you can, you can come hang out with us on the weekend um okay babyface what do you have going on my friend and how can people keep in touch with you baby underscore face p on instagram um i have some parts on order hank and i are going to build a watch coming up we haven't really talked about it but parts are coming in we're going to build our own watch from parts and Very we're nice. going to do a video yeah um, this so you are definitely going to be doing because yes. 
Yeah, it's one thing putting guns together, but little tiny ass watch parts. We're we're not building a movement. We're not creating a watch. We're not making a watch. We're building one. So I bought a movement. I bought a case. I bought all the stuff. We're gonna build one. So that'll be coming up. We're just putting stuff together in. then. I thought we were actually gonna carve stuff out. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, you're gonna get me a watchmaker's lathe, and I'll <laughs> learn to make um uh, my own my own thing. No, but yeah, we're gonna have a video of that coming up whenever the parts come in. So oh, stay okay. Tuned. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Make sure you follow Babyface P. All right, Greg, how can the folks support you out there? How can they follow you on social media? Yep. Secondamendmentactivist.com. There'll be links to all the social media and stuff. But our, again, our big project is this Gun Control Hunter series this year. And, uh, you know, any any donations that we get, we always put to try and make that content better. And, and it give me enough money and I might actually find an actor who can act instead of having me do it. So... <laughs> no, I think the people enjoy you doing it. But like I said, man, we do we do have a, a connection to get some Nigerians on board. You know, that might, that might yeah, and we will get those Nigerians more than thirty five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just FYI to everyone out there. All right, so you guys make sure that you follow the uh, Second Amendment uh, activists. That's your that's your dot com, right? Correct. Yeah, and you're um, pretty much Second Amendment activists everywhere I see, yeah. except on uh, Twitter, to a activists. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Greg Pruitt. Uh, can people find you that way as well, Greg Pruitt, with the name? Uh, if um, you're looking for stuff probably. in Idaho, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I want to remind everyone to subscribe to the channel. If you're not subscribed, ring the bell so you can get notified when we post up stuff. Uh, thanks to everyone. Also, if you're on Instagram, Go check out um, our IG page. It is WMMF Podcast. Uh, you guys know the the uh, military lingo. What is that? Whiskey Michael Michael Franco Podcast. I don't know. <laughs> How would you say that, Greg? <laughs> oh, for the acronym? Yeah. Whiskey Mike Mike Foxtrot. There you, there you go. go. Okay. There <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Totally, <laughs> totally butchered it. <laughs> you could tell I was never in the military. Okay, so yes, thanks a lot to our, to our guests. Uh, thanks everyone out there. We'll see you guys next Monday. We're out of here. All right. Peace.